to get it on. Did I mention Tom Dreck is a major asshole? No. Huts. Schmuck. Finger pointer. Scapegoater. Schmuck. I had a beef burrito and some refried beans. Do you like it? No. I despise the brownie stuff. Now there's something rank sneaking out of my jeans. I find him repulsive, nauseating, and humanly unacceptable. Before I turn around, everyone was gone. Isn't it great to be back in South Florida to meet and greet with all our sales old? Isn't that great? No. They all I can say is, Bino, I need something strong. They ran out fast when they smelled the gas. I think I'm going to cut one again. Fell to their knees when I cut the cheese, but I just couldn't hold it in. Every time that I eat my fill, it smells like I'm driving a poop deville. Everybody is ill, and I've got time to kill. Down in stinking Fartsville. <laughs> Anywhere like Margaritaville, you think? That's Jimmy Buffett, boy. He gives me the willies. See, I'm starting out on a real negative note. I was in a great mood when I got here this morning, but then the salespeople all started marching in one by one, even like twos by twos, side by each. And boy, when those salespeople, make sure those salespeople get uh, taken care of by the end of the day, Duff. That's your assignment. Call Luca Brazzi and make sure that the entire, except for Adam and Skippy, he can't help himself. But other than that, get rid of all of them. Look at the smile on his face. Boy, he would sure like to, wouldn't he? I don't want to out Todd Dreck for being a finger point. I can't stand people that find scapegoats, okay? And then P.D. Lenny. See, I don't want to out anybody, but I will. Today's the day that we're ripping their ass. Yesterday, they were all in here picking on my good friend Mo in there, ripping his ratings. So he had a bad book, okay? He's not going anywhere. Mo and Geldy, our good, close, personal friends, are they going anywhere? No. So, and then in December, we had that... Um, uh, ethnic adjustment by Arbitron, so it looked like December we had a really bad month, when in truth we didn't have a bad month at all. We would have had gigantic numbers, not that the audience cares, but, you know, we did okay anyway on this show. They were kind of weak, but... Uh... But no, seriously, this business of, like, stabbing and stabbing and stabbing, that's where it all begins and ends with the sales department. And those of us here on the air, the air talent, we got to stick together, right? No. Well, some of us. P.D. Lenny, who says that if you just get some decent numbers during the summer, he maybe could sell the show during the summertime. And then he brings you yeah. that food. Brings you the food, suck it around to your face, okay? Finds you humanly, he finds you like I find Todd Dreck, humanly unacceptable. That I'm telling you right now. And he brings you, in fact, I was, like I said to you before the show, I'd have little Carlos in there sample those wings before you uh, bite into one. I'm telling you right now. Well, you're a little more dispensable, Carlos. We need George around. Unless you want to fill on the show, let's try it. Maybe we'll have Carlos do the show tomorrow. If he does good, George is out. Just the way it works in this business. No, seriously, he brings in all that detestable stuff. But anyway, forget about Petey Lenny. He's small potatoes. He's going to elope this weekend with Paul Castronova and young Ron. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, you know what he was upset about, I think? The fact that I mentioned those naked pictures that Castronova has of him humping a fat boy in the hallway. He was very disturbed about that. What? You don't believe me? Maybe if we talk real nice about Paul and young Ron, they'll send us copies. 
But at any rate, I, you look first. I don't want to see that. So Todd Dreck comes in here, who I've been telling you for a long time on his show. He's an asshole. Right. Don't you despise people like that? They're always, especially when they finger point at nice people. Right. Now, I want to say this about Jen, which I don't know her very well, but she's like our copy lady, the closest thing we have to a copy lady, which we don't have a copy person in this building. Right. But she's as close as possible. You know, copy, like commercial copy. She's a She is a sweet person. With a... She's... She happens to be large. I mean, she happens to be very large. But this is a building with, loaded with very large people. Just because people are fat doesn't make them necessarily bad people. Like the Beast. We love the Beast. He's a lot of fun. Look at the phone. You know something? Yesterday at 1 o'clock, no, sir, that rekindled. It was like the first time in a long time we've had that much fun on this radio station. That's one of the problems with this station is it, it hasn't become fun anymore. When the first time was here, we had some, there was some periods of time, one or two moments. In five years. Now, we, we've had some fun yeah, okay, here. Yeah. But it, these people take all this too seriously. And the Beast is on there doing the updates before the Mad Dog comes on. And George goes in there and he's like uh, squatting on his face and uh, doing all kinds of things I can't mention on the air. And then I just happen to find that big black dildo that, what's his name, left in here. And I go in there while he's trying to finish his update. And he just completely loses it. I thought he was going to die. Puts his big fat head down on that table, which you notice, man, it just kind of like jumped about two feet when that head hit the table. Man. When you got a head that big, like the earth moved, and he just completely, it was like a beat, like a gigantic runaway beat. That's what his head looked like, laying there on that counter when he saw that black runaway dildo. And so we had a little time, a little fun there. He cracked up a little bit. Mad Dog laughed about it. We had a little bit of fun there, you know? Fun's over. Payback's a bitch. When I drop this bomb, oh, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. But anyway, well, we've heard that before. I figured it was worth hearing it again, you know. Todd Dreck blaming on, you know, I in fact, I go on the air every time I'm forced to try to do a commercial spot, for which somebody is paying very serious bucks for on this station, okay? Somebody's getting snookered into paying some serious bucks. And when you have to keep faking your way through it because Todd Dreck refuses an act of defiance, he refuses to provide copy for the air talent, then something's wrong somewhere. So who does he blame this morning? Why we didn't have the correct... And we still don't have the right copy for Fast Rain. Why? Because it's Jen's fault now. And his comment being, well, she's not here yet. She's probably out eating donuts. I'm going to tell you something. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't repeat that on here because it's a very unkind, it's a nasty comment. But because of the fact that I would like to demonstrate to the world what a what a two-foot piece of crap we're talking about, which is why we call him Todd Dreck. He's an asshole. He certainly lives up to that name in every respect. He is, like I said, on a human level, or as Mr. Ego would say, on a visceral level, he's unacceptable. We don't, in fact, from this moment on, we don't dignify him with a response. We don't recognize him. He's like Red China used to be. We don't recognize him. We don't acknowledge his existence. I was in the middle of warning Carlos not to have any conversation ah. with him because that's what he will do. Oh, with my him. God. You stick to your problems with Eric, all your computer nerds, okay? You keep fighting it out with him. And as if to prove my point, he busts out with that. Oh. A Blame sweet it. person. And then he starts going into a thing when I threw that Culligan thing in his face. Oh, someday I'll tell you the real story about that. I, don't tell me anything, Todd. In fact, you know how I'm always bitching about we, we never see story. him? I don't want to see him. I don't ever want to see him again with that. Well, what do you call those shirts with a white collar and a blue shirt? Blue shirt? A two-tone shirt collar. that went out with Herbert Hoover, okay? I mean, I may not be the snappiest dresser even in this room, and I'm the only one in here. But the fact of the matter is he he's just ludicrous. And somebody in his position who's supposed to be representing this radio station can't afford to look ridiculous. When we're sending out fashion plates like Fat Boy, <laughs> Leather Puss Petey Lenny, 
Aww. You know what I'm saying? You know, Jen has to deal with them constantly all day long. And, and, and just sweet. for that, we, we give her lots of brownie points for that, having to put up with that crap. We have a call from a lady. I can't believe that. Lady in Miami? Hello? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, I'm a first-time caller. Great. I just, yeah, I just have a question. What's up with this Miami Herald sports writer, Dan Libertard? You can never make him happy. Dan LaPastor? Yeah, because now he's writing that. It makes no sense that Miami got Ivan Rodriguez that for what we paid Pudge. him, they Pudge. get two, two players, but they won't do that. Yeah. So that, that's, that was just my Why, question. Why, are, are you a Marlin fan? Uh, pretty much, yeah. What, you're the one then? Okay, well, listen, hang on. We'll give you some season tickets. Not, no, seriously, I mean, we're not going to talk about the Marlins. Are you people out of your mind? She must have been one of those 45 people that really were in attendance and paid for tickets to the Panther game last night. Boy, that was a woeful turnout to see the best team in the league. Although I will say this, if you didn't show up, probably a good decision because it was a woeful excuse for a game. It was pathetic. Tragic. And I don't want to start picking on my good friends over there at the Macarena, but since I'm the only one that tries to put them on the straight and narrow path because I do care, let me give you two pieces of advice. Number one. Don't have some little 10-year-old girl reading the starting lineup for the visiting team. It makes us look so Bush League. you got the All-Star game coming in a few days. You don't want all these people from around the world to realize how Bush League we really are. That that Starting on defense for the Ottawa Senators, number six, Wade Redden. How would you pronounce R-E-D-D-E-N? Redden. Ah, very good, George. Wayne Redden. Number 18, Marion Hosa. Marion Hosa becomes Mariah. I thought she was going to say Mariah Scary. Come on, let, you know, let the. I mean, it's so demeaning to the visiting team. Number one, she can't pronounce any name, which at least the PA guy has a few of them right. And number two, the ice in that place. You can't complain about the ice in that arena. We don't have any. They might, you know, pretty soon they're going to have to start playing the Panther games on roller skates instead of ice skates. Follow the bouncing puck, but I mean, and, and so every game degenerates into like a, a total exercise in futility. Which may be good. Maybe that's one of the reasons that they're so close in a lot of these games against superior teams like Ottawa last night. But I mean, you know, when you go to a game, you want to see people play at their best. When you go to see, uh, you know, great teams, and you want, and we got a young, fast team here too, but you'll never see any speed from them on that ice because the ice is the worst anywhere. Maybe they're running the temperature in that place uh, under the ice about 31 degrees, just to conserve cash or something. You know, Alan Cohen, you can point the finger at this one and that one. The fact of the matter is you bought that franchise with good intentions, but so far I haven't seen an awful lot. You made a lot of mistakes. You left Bill Torrey in there, a grotesque mistake. I know nobody in the audience cares about this, but I do. And if you can't even do something about the quality of the ice, that it's, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute league disgrace. And so why nobody else talks about it beats me, I guess nobody cares. And you could see by the number of really paid people there last night, nobody cares. I mean, that, that was just, I mean, to sit there and continue through most of the, every game saying, well, this is just awful. This is horrible, like the Bruins game. And the reason being that they need roller skates, not ice skates. How would you like to try to go out and put uh, ice skates on and uh, skate in, in uh, mud, for example? Tried it. How, how, about, it go, how about going out like to uh, a lake somewhere and putting on uh, ice skates and try to skate on a uh, unfrozen lake? I've tried that, too. It on an unfrozen pond with Henry Fonda. You know, I'm, I'm getting worked up here today, which is good. Because I don't give a flying fart anymore about some of this stuff. You know, I'm getting really pissed off and fired up. Because it's so schlock, so schlock. How about being a... Now at the defense for the Ottawa Senators. Now... I mean, come on. Put on a professional performance there. Not like some kind of amateur hour bull crap. With some little girl there. Butchering every name. 
You're with a visiting team, and you hear that, and you think, boy, I'm looking up in the stands, there's nobody there. You think, what kind of a horseball place is this? <laughs> Which is pretty accurate. Horseball, when do we play that? We got horseballs, that's for lunch. Twelve minutes after nine at 560 WQM. But guess what? It's the 25, uh, 25th anniversary for Brandy's this year. The number 25. Any independent family shoe store that's been around for nearly a quarter of a century has got to be doing a lot of things right, like offering a fantastic selection of men's and women's famous brand names, Rockport's, Echo, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, SAS, Florsheim, and lots more. And by the way, Jen, if you're eating uh, our Krispy Kreme, bring us some back. they got the wide range of sizes at Brandy's, men's 6 to 15, women's 5 to 12, and widths from very narrow to the very wide. And don't forget their professional sales staff will help you pick out the right styles and then sit your ass down and fit those shoes to your individual feet, which is what we call real serious service. And with over 40,000 pair of shoes in stock in their gigantic, humongous, 8,000-square-foot megastore, you'll almost never hear from Brandy's. Sorry, mister, we don't have your size in that shoe. So when you need shoes, get into Brandy's Shoes, where there's always a sale of special promotion. Brandy's a great, great place to shop for shoes. You'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, open daily 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. And right now, it's a great time to buy Riggers Boat Shoes, values of up to 100 bucks on sale for only 49.90 this week at Brandy's in Pompano Beach. People are ice holes. Yes. Even Freaky Tommy said Todd Rex an asshole. How do you like that? We all agree on it. American Idol is back on TV. American Idol, who's it going to be? We're going to find out who can sing and who will hear some nasty things. Here's your chance at lifelong fame like that Kelly Chicken. What's his name? at 5.60. Boy, I'll tell you, the plot is thickening here this morning. What What is it? Is it something in the air? It's really wild around this place today, isn't it? We're coming here just minding our own business. I'm loading down a few bedtime stories for the website, seeing about how they just found a whole bunch of uh, unopened ballots from last September's primary election in Broward. Hey, Miriam, you're okay in our book. Just go away. Don't take it personal. Uh, just go away. Maybe she can take Todd Dreck with her. 1,110 votes on yesterday's poll. Don't let me forget to get back to what I was just going to say, whatever the hell it was. About, uh, oh, about Mo. Yeah, Castronova, guess what? Picking on Mo ain't gonna get the job done. Because, uh, we're gonna start siding with Mo just, just to show you how much we dislike you, Castronova, and PD Lenny. Maybe the two of them can elope. Seriously. I mean, we got a full court press, which I find objectionable, that we got somebody who works in our sales department who's supposed to be selling our morning show, and instead of giving some support to Mo and Gildy, what's he doing? He's consorting with the enemy who works for a cheap channel who we hate like poison. Don't we hate them like poison? Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
We'd like to stick a wicked serpent on David Ross's ass. And Pete Bolger especially, and also Rana Fink-Wolf. Underline the Fink part. As in Rat Fink. A disgrace. Castronova making comments about Mo Howard David. Huh? In fact, I say I'm going to go to Greg right after the show. They say, let's sign Mo to a 20-year contract. Just out of spite. No, seriously. I mean, that's being a little optimistic in his case. But just out of spite to Castronova. You know what's wrong with him? He's stupid. Right. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself, Mo. Seriously, he's making me start. I know it's saying a lot. And maybe I'm exaggerating just a little bit. Because if I have to choose between Castronova and the Mo Man, I'll take the Mo Man any day. That's right. No contest. No contest. In spite of all the crap that's gone down in this last year, in spite of all of us trying to get, you know, people having us get fired, and, and bad things happen to us, in spite of that, which I, which should, in fact, I'd like to see Todd Dreck and Paul Castronova elope. I think would be good. What do you just, what do you have that confused look on your face? I find him to be personally objectionable. You talk about a guy that's like living on, uh, he's like the rascal house of radio. If he was like on on this station, which he aspires desperately to be, what kind of number do you think he'd have on this station? Let me give you a clue. Yeah. It looks it looks like uh, Enrique's ass hole. Okay? What are you doing now? Putting this thing on. I'm getting all worked up in here. He's not paying any attention to anything. He's putting his about? jacket on. I heard every word. The, the heat is, in this room, man, it's smoking. The walls are like getting ready to peel from the heat. Linda Blair's head is spinning around. I think it's coming off your head. You don't worry about what's on my head, okay? We know what's on yours. Hair? Anyway, here's the result of yesterday's poll. Then we'll continue with this. I'm, I'm starting to think i got a new deal here for the 9 to 10 hour. I'm not going to take any more calls. We took that one call. What about Pudge? You don't even know who Pudge is. Ivan, nobody calls him Ivan. It was Ivan the Terrible, in addition to which Pudge has got a few injuries, which is why nobody else wanted to sign him, honey. I love Pudge Rodriguez, hell of a ball player, although he's got a big ass. Right? How'd you like to sit next to him and coach? I'm sure he don't fly coach with his money. But at any rate, he's got a huge ass, which we don't care about. By the way, how about that Andy Roddick? Oh! Wow. Nice going, Andy, sweetheart. We love Andy Roddick on this show. Hank even met him one time, up close and personal. Got to shake his hand. How long did that match go? About 25 hours? Nice going, Andy. We love you, sweetheart. Anyway, what the hell was I just saying? Oh, about the punch. No, no, the 9 to 10 hour was saying. See, this? Yeah. we got too much going on. Let's slow down a little bit. And I did <laughs> see the after effect of all the sugar I've been eating the last few days. I had nothing so far today, but it's still in my system. It's like a, a drug. It is a it's very it strong is a drug. Uh, Right. Sure. A stimulant. That gets you all well. I feel like the room is spinning around. Let's get some of those little greasy burgers in here. Come on, Carlos. Go out there and see what's on the table. Are you serious? I, what did I just say? You I got know, out. You got your, do you right. have your chicken wings there? Do you have your wings? Uh, yeah, I got my wings. Good. Well, you stick with your wings, okay? I don't eat chicken wings. I understand. Greasy, nasty, yeah. one of the worst. I mean, they may taste delicious, which, quite frankly, I don't think so. Although I Better do like speaking of greasy and nasty. What are the things I like in the uh, blue cheese? Oh, the poppers. Oh, yeah. Deep fried. Deep fried poppers. Mm. Bad for you. Sure. Bad for you. You know what? We don't care if it's bad for you. We're not going to start lecturing because we're all a bunch of slobs on this show anyway. Some of us are fat slobs like me and a whole bunch of others here. And some of us are not so fat but still slobs, which is why some of us don't come to work. To If you're the general manager, you come to work in a nice suit like Greg does every day, right? Even though he's got a terrible right. haircut. But you come in and, 
And if you're like a, one of the sales managers or something like that, like John Jarris, they come to work in a suit. Or if you're like hanging out of your job, like Ray Peary, you come to work in a suit, right? Right. And you run around telling people, oh, gee, uh, now that there's another sports station, it's going to expand that sports audience. You know, like, it's going to bring more people. It's going to bring sports. more people to sports. If we have like 15 radio stations where they talk about baseball cards all day, that's going to bring more people to baseball cards. That's going right. Hey, Ray, stick to the tickets. We like you. You're a good guy, but you know. We'll be seeing you one of these days at your farewell party. And he's a good guy. But, but, it's on for anybody because it's a goddamn radio show. It's not a television show. It's not some kind of a plastic place where we're supposed to come in here to try to like uh, walk around and put on, put something on uh, over somebody's ass, right? Right. And believe me, when I look at the way some of the other people in this building are dressed, <laughs> and I say to myself, God almighty, I feel like a fashion plate. Not to mention Fat Boy, for example. Doesn't matter what they wear, some of those people. Or little Carlos. And by the way, can we explain to the audience? I blame you guys. You should have the pictures on a website. There are. I At want. There used to be. You have the two Carloses the on two. there, side by each. Forget about me. They've still. seen enough of me, okay? And by the way, thanks to my friend at the hockey game last night who came by and said, uh, you missed absolutely nothing while you were gone. He, they all verify what I said to that schmuck who says, oh, you were in Toronto. Did the ratings go down? No. The one that claims that I have no idea yeah. what's going on when I'm in Toronto, that asshole who's trying to make a point of I think is Pete Bulger's boyfriend. But at any rate, everybody tells me I miss nothing, which is true. Although it is good that I was here for that game last night because I could tell them the ice is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And if you're trying to slow down the other good teams in the league, all you're doing is making for real crappy games to watch, which is why a lot of one of the reasons why nobody's showing up. If I wasn't like a dynamo fan and didn't want to see Marty Havlat up close and personal last night, which I did, uh, I mean... I would have gotten up and walked out in the middle of the first period. It was that bad. Now, let me ask you, how many of those do I need, Carlos? I got you two with cheese and two without. I don't eat without cheese, okay? I like the ones that are trafe with the cheese. Got it. I mean, this business talking about people stuffing their face with donuts. Oh, these yeah. are cold. they got to be nuked. About 16 seconds will do. I'll, I'll take care of it during the break. No, seriously, him coming in here knocking Jen, that just it it just turns my whole day upside down. For him, there's for him to be knocking it. anybody is like uh, the pot calling the kettle purple and pink with polka dots, but for him to be knocking a nice person just because she happens to be a little on the chubby side, uh, well, what does that mean? He knocks everybody. He's a piece of dreck, Todd. Dreck, comma, Todd. Look it up in the book. And I'm starting to think that maybe every day between on it, and I'm just going to sit here and let it all out. Forget the calls between it. If this is what they want, if they want 9 to 1, let's make this 9 to 10 hour to something different. 10 to 1, Neil can sit here and beg for calls. Oh, Neil, what do you think of Pudge Rodriguez? Jesus, lady. We finally get a lady caller to start the show, and I was all excited. Just like yesterday, you put that dog lady on again. Man, oh, man. Even little Carlos in there was pissed off about that. He said, you let George continue working when he does stuff to you like that? Oh, then after he the said, I'd he never put me. her on again. He's sucking for your job, oh, man. I, I watch I your back. That. That's already I, I, look, he can't even keep a straight face. Oh. Laughing his ass off, little Carlos. It's already 20 skewers back He's there. He's one of those people, he'll take anybody's job. He didn't care. He needs the cash. Badly. Desperately. For maybe that makeover. And if you get that stupid thing out of your eyebrow there, people wouldn't be talking I tried. so much. So that's, we, uh, that's, tangent it off. That's we'll ridiculous. That. We'll get back to that, uh, Carlos, freaky or uh, not so freaky. No, I want their pictures on a website so that we side by each. Which one of these do you think is free, really freaky, Carlos? I think you need to take that picture. He won't stand still for me. That's what Petey Lenny said about Fat Boy, but it worked out in the end. Twenty 
7 past 9 at 560 WKM. Hey, if you're sleeping in bad shape, maybe alone with somebody with your blow-up towel and just not getting a good night's sleep every night, you know what you need? You need a new mattress, dummy. That's it. It's the mattress. Isn't that what Bubba said? It's the mattress, dummy? And he ought to know. Get yourself a great night's sleep every night by calling 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and dial mattress our good friends there. will have you sleeping like a baby all year long, just like I do with my great dial mattress I've been using these people for quite a while now. And now George is using them. Miguel is using them. Miguel got his mattress for free, which you folks won't. But I think Miguel made some kind of a deal with somebody over there. I don't know what it is. And, of course, as far as delivery is concerned, you get to choose the date and time that they show up whenever it's convenient for you. And as far as quality is concerned, dial mattress is always unbeatable. They carry Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style. Exactly what you want is in stock and ready for practically immediate delivery. So forget about wasting your time and cash in those bedding and department stores. Forget about schlepping all over town wasting expensive gas. Make one easy call and get you a great night's sleep for years to come. 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S for dollar mattress. And be sure and tell them that Jeff High told you to call. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Best. And now, it's time for Leave It to Ozzy. Starring Barbara Billingsley as June Cleaver, Hugh Beaumont as Ward Cleaver, and the irrepressible Ozzy Osbourne as the Oz. Oh, good morning, Ozzy. Oh, f*** you, Mom. Oh, dear. I can see someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, bloody hell. I can't believe how much my head hurt. Where the f*** Sharon! Sharon! Who's Sharon? Is that one of your friends from school, dear? Why, good morning, Ozzy. Oh, f*** you, Dad. Get out of my face. Now, Ozzy, that's no way to talk to your father. <laughs> Say, son, what have you got planned for today? What do you mean, what have I got planned for today? What? I don't know. Since when does the Prince of Darkness have to hand out a f***ing itinerary? I'm going to go bite the head off of that boss at Eddie Haskell. How's that? Oh. You have fun now. Okay, Ozzy? Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Go f*** yourself. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Leave It to Ozzy. Tune in next week when you'll hear Ozzy say... F*** off, you f***. 9.33. Get out of here, Ozzy. I don't know what the big deal is with him. Okay, talk about old trolls. Old news. 9.33 at 5.60 WQM. It's a Thursday. we got a big lineup here today. we got the Mad Dog at 1. Hank at the Super Bowl in San Diego, 3 to 7. Hurricane Hotline from the Hex Center, 7 to 8. The big... Oh! Orlando Belzegiri, 8 to 10. Eddie K from GA, 10 to 2. Joe and Mark overnight. A pristine schedule because there's no ball games today. Maybe we could play an old Marlin game again tonight. With a very exciting... What the hell's the guy's name that does the games? Oh, Dave Van Boring. Well, no, you know the way I, fi- I figured it out? Because I thought immediately by the Board Association of Boring, and it sounded like Van Horn. Sir, I'm serious. That's the only reason I remembered his last name. Boring guy. Oh, man, he's awful. Anyway, but he kind of fits right in with the whole ambience because nobody here cares about baseball. And I and you know something? This year, mark it down, this year I'm not going to waste any time. I'm so tired of the neurotic repetition that goes on in this town. Every single year it's the same thing. Oh, well, maybe this is the year, and, oh, well, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. I mean, if, if you look up the expression beating a dead horse in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of this community right next to it. It's got maggots on it. It is so freaking tiresome, man. It just wears you out. It is what it is. It's not going to change. But maybe this year. No. But with or without the Pudge Packer. Maybe. Packer. What, what did I say? The Pudge Factor? Is that like the O'Reilly Factor? Yeah, the Pudge Factor. 
By the way, speaking of that, Petey Lenny, even though he is a major troublemaker, see, if, if I'm like uh, Scruan, I call him in right now and I sit his ass down and say, listen, you little leather-pussed asshole, stick to selling and quit interfering with programming. See, this is what bothers me when salespeople start interfering in programming, which they know nothing about. Nothing about it. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. But maybe this year. Like him saying, oh, thank goodness you're taking calls, like he knows something, see? Just like he's ripping about the fact that you don't get any numbers in the summertime, which you still get better numbers than anybody else on a radio station. So how come he can sell them, but he can't sell you? Because he don't like you. I understand. In spite of his sucking up to your face. That's Petey Lenny. I say he goes and sells Castronova show. That's what I say. That would be a match made in heaven. He did. They deserve each other. Judge a person by his friends. That's what I tell you right now. And anybody who consorts. Although he does have one good friend up there, little old caboose, which you gave a free plug. See, it worked. I'm not choosing. What? And Carlos likes these, which I should think should tell you a lot. They are absolutely good today. George is very skeptical. They're good today. I got my wings. Their wings are great. Yeah, no, you got your wings all right. You and Clark uh, Kent. Soon. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got the theme from Smallville, or one of the songs in there. I was playing this morning. You weren't paying any attention. As soon as I start playing any music in here, he like pops it down and starts recording bits on the DCS. He, he always he yeah. not He'll deny it. No. It, was, it was one of the songs from Smallville. All right. You want to hear it? I'm not. Yeah. No, let's no you don't. Yeah, I do. Some of you people, we appreciate the stuff you fax us on the uh, fax machine, but it would probably be a good idea to go to our website first and see the bedtime stories that I've given to Carlos to put on there. Are they on there now? They are on there. AIDS most, most of them. AIDS nominee draws fire. Is this one on there about the Bush and this uh, Nazi that he wants to put on there? The Bush administration has chosen Jerry Thacker, a Pennsylvania marketing consultant who's characterized AIDS as the gay plague to serve on the Presidential Advisory Commission on a HIV and AIDS. In his speeches and writings on the website and elsewhere, which, they, which I skipped over, Thacker has described homosexuality as a death style rather than a lifestyle asserted that the Christ can rescue the homosexual. He refers to AIDS as the gay plague. And this is a guy who's going to put on the... Presidential Advisory Commission on HIV and AIDS. At least one thing about the Bushmeister, he may not be good, but he's consistent. Now that he's really come out of the closet full full force with these born-again right-wing nuts, with this abortion business that they're starting up again, you just watch as they desperately... I, I can just see somebody from the administration up on the clock at Big Ben over there in London, you know, trying, you know, hanging from the minute hand, <laughs> trying, to pull, it trying to pull it back as many hours and years and centuries as they possibly can, dragging the American public, kicking and screaming back into the Stone Age. I haven't even given the results from yesterday's poll because I'm still worked up about Todd Dreck and his unacceptable attack on Jen or anybody else. You're right, for him to be attacking anybody is unacceptable. We despise you, Todd. We just took a poll in the building, unanimous. I see you nodding, Miguel. Miguel said you're an asshole. He said you're a piece of dreck, is what he said. He said you and work are just uh, not compatible. You wouldn't know the meaning of the word work if somebody stuffed it up your ass. In fact, I'll tell you what, Miguel. Take a big sheet of paper. Take like a two-by-four. Write the word work on it and go stuff it up his ass and see if he still gets the message, okay? I'll go get the router. Yeah, exactly. Get the roto router. Or get the Culligan man, one or the other. Maybe he'll do it. In fact, I think when you first insert that piece of plywood, you'll hear a little voice coming from inside saying, Hey, Culligan Man! Yeah, from inside the uh, orifice. Rectum. Right. Why am I spending so much time? Because I feel like it, because I find him detestable. And you salespeople, a lot of you, except for Adam, Skippy, who can't help himself because he needs a compass and a road map. Who else? And and uh, Ta, uh, Tro, whatever his name Troy. is, Troy. Troy Stratford, who at least... See, Troy, stay away from Todd. I told him when he came in here that they came in together. Did you notice that? Yeah. What did I say yesterday? 
spending too much time around Todd Dreck, and now his nasty, bad work habits are starting to rub off on Todd, who went penning in tension with his fine accounts, most of which he inherited. And just, you know, this is one thing about our sales department. A lot of these guys just inherited a bunch of accounts when I came here, and they just keep collecting commission. Maybe once every six months they call a client, hey, everything okay? Uh, you know, and that's it. And they're collecting a check. They're siphoning off of our ass. As opposed to somebody like Petey Lenny, by the way, who keeps bringing in these accounts with a great food and uh, places that keep going out of business every week. Have you noticed that pattern with him? Yeah, he's like the kiss of death. He, Petey Lenny, if he handles your account, you'll be lucky to be in business more than five minutes, okay? Before he walks out the door, they'll be coming boarding up the front of your store. There's just something about him. You know, maybe it's that leather puss. Maybe it's the devious nature of him. Like I said, screw out ought to sit his ass down, tell him to stick to sales and not worry about programming and not try to interfere with our uh, agenda here, with our gay agenda. That he wants to bring up putts like Castanova over here. No chance, Paul. You can rip Mo all you want, okay? Hello, George. Now, don't start sucking up to him, Mo. That's not going to help. That's a little bit too late. We're not going to get carried away. There's no credibility in that. But... If we had to choose, if somebody held our feet to the fire, it would have to be a pretty damn hot fire. If they were trying to make us walk on coals, I'll guarantee you we'll take Mo Meister. At least the Mo provides a lot of comedy relief, you know what I'm saying? Oh. In, his, in his own crusty, hard-ass way. That's right. An endless source. An endless source of amusement. On his station, on, on uh, whatever. All over town they're talking about it. Maybe someday he'll get so carried away he'll kill some people. Right. And provide some more amusement. But in the meantime, Castanova is about as funny as cancer of the kneecap in both knees. And let me ask you one final question before I move on. What's wrong with young Ron? Do, 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 do. 20 till 10 at 560 WQM. We'll give you the results of yesterday's poll. we got a new one to put up there today. we got Fat Boy running around. He's, uh, he never brought me back to 10 to 1, which I asked him for. Hey, Fat Boy, I know it was a tough assignment. These salespeople, man, I'm, I'm serious. Just, if for no other reason in the world, just not seeing them, being in Toronto, doing the show from anywhere, doing the show on the rings of Saturn with the Raelians would be an improvement over being here and having to encounter these people in, in person, in the flesh. And in the case of Fat Boy, that's a lot of flesh. I don't notice him knocking Fat Boy, by the way, who's a lot fatter than Jen. Well, 20 till 10 at 560 WQAM. Now, that comment about the donuts was nasty. That was really mean-spirited. That was just vicious, trying again to point the finger at somebody else. I'm sure that a lot of you people in the audience know people like that, always blaming somebody else for their own failures, their own inability or a lack of desire of doing what they're supposed to be doing. The dog done it, you know. Like you're in the elevator and somebody cuts a real <coughs> bad bomb. Oh, I think the dog done it. There's only one problem that there's no dogs in the elevator. And you and it are the only ones in there. Like that day that well, I had that unfortunate incident. Never saw that guy again, by the way. I don't think he survived it. Neil dropped his killer <laughs> bomb and said, I'm in a fog today. I regret having said that so badly. 942 at 560 WQM. Hey, snow in Miami. Ever hear of that? Well, it's going to be very cool tomorrow night, but that's not the point. Or is it tonight or tomorrow night? Gonna tomorrow night. Oh. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are up to their armpits in, uh, not snow, but in vehicles. In fact, the factory sent Hallett so many cars, there's no place to stick them. Even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway. Tom says if Todd Reck will come down there, he'll stick one of those vehicles in uh, his orifice. So they need to place one of those vehicles in your driveway. Hallett is blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at a very amazingly low 13998 And you get up to $5,000 off on every GMC Envoy in stock, plus get you 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate. 
Of course, Hallett also has a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And the most important part about it is you're going to love shopping there because they treat you right. Even if you've got crappy credit, marginal credit, no credit, they'll still cut you a deal. It's no problem when you do your car shopping at Hallett Pontiac, which is why they've been around for over 35 years in the same great location at 13401 South Dixie Highway, US 1, across from the falls, open every day of your life, seven days a week. Mention the Neil Rogers Show. You'll save even a little extra. And you can get more details about all of these things by calling the Neil Rogers Neil Deal hotline toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211 Hallett Pontiac GMC. Believe them when they tell you that they do be professional grade. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Q-A-Q-A-M-O-R-O-N. You love Shakira's top ten hit underneath your clothes. Shakira sings other people's hits. She already made music history by recording her first English language album. And now she's taking her art form to the next level by re-recording songs that were already hits in English. Only this time they're in English again. Shakira sings other people's hits. If you really, really like Shakira's CD, Laundry Service, then you'll really, really, really like her new CD. Shakira sings other people's hits. No tenemos en español en estos momentos. See, 948 at 560 WQM. State removes unopened ballots. Let's get back to that poll from yesterday before we get into the next hour. See how fast this hour is going by? And, of course, Miguel, who's a professional Cuban, comes in here and says, Oh, she should know that if she's going to call him not Pudge, but it's Ivan, not Ivan Rodriguez. Like, I don't know that, you know. Quit being such a professional little spick, okay, Miguel? We know that. Ivan. I thought it was Ivan Elliman. Huh? Or is it Marian Hosa? Seriously, how embarrassing can you guys get over there at the Macarena? I'm trying. I'm trying to explain to you how to put out, like, a professional performance that the public can enjoy because I sit there, like, as a spectator trying to enjoy what's going on, and nobody else gives a crap because 90% of the people in there haven't got any idea what's going on anyway, including the guy that sits in front of me who ain't a bad guy, and I know you're listening right now, whatever your name is, and I don't want to sit there having you turn around and talk to me during the entire game. He's, he's uh, because he's schmoozing around now. No, seriously, the whole game, uh, between the face-offs going on, fine, okay? Commercial breaks when a little pink light comes on, no problem. In between periods, no problem. But while the game is going on, I don't want, Bob Nystrom did this. I don't care about Bob Nystrom. I couldn't give a crap less. If you want to talk Islanders, go up and uh, cozy up to Denise Potvin, okay? Because birds of a feather. Everybody just, uh, I don't know, they're in la-la land here. Their whole approach, their whole concept of uh, what life is all about is just so alien to me. Alien. And you notice the newspaper is still writing about the goddamn uh, Aurelians. Cloning probe by court fails to confirm baby even exists. Oh, what a concept. How shocking. Aren't you shocked? I might just fall off the goddamn chair. Let's see. It could be a hoax. No, not the Raelians. State removes unopened ballot. Did I give the results yet? No. No. I'm really milking this big time. I'd have been good on the farm. 1,142 votes. What's your take on Broward Lexington Supervisor Miriam Oliphant, we asked yesterday? She's totally incompetent, should be fired. 854 people, 74.7%. Damn near 75% said, fire her ass. 
Although Mike Mayo in the Sun Sentinel this morning, a very namby-pamby column. Please resign. Please, we wish you health and good luck. But yeah, Mike, you're such a you're such a goody two-shoes man. Such a equivocator. Such a waffler. Mike Mayo's column soon to be read at the Waffle House. In fact, they're going to be putting it on the bottom of every birdcage at the Waffle House. Mike Mayo. Thanks, Carlos. I got two more of these great little burgers from Crazy John, Little Old Caboose. It'll turn you loose. In fact, I might have a surprise for you later in the show. Only I'm not going to leave the room. I'll just do it right in here. That's no surprise. As a as an act of defiance, as a gesture of defiance, like Lord Windesmere in the farting contest. Yeah, I'll just drop a big load right in here, and then you can put it on Todd Dreck's desk. Call it Dreck for Dreck. We have plates there. Eleven hundred and forty-six votes. Did I get back to this? She's totally incompetent. Seventy-four percent. Point eight. Who is Miriam Elephant? One hundred ninety-six, seventeen percent. Idiots. She's the victim of a racist campaign. Sixty-four, only five and a half percent are getting sucked into that stupid crap. She's the victim of a racist campaign. How could anybody say that? They just found another hundred ballots in a mail tray inside a file cabinet or uh, orifice in Fort Lauderdale yesterday afternoon, and that's only the beginning. There are probably ballots laying all over the place. Maybe there's even a couple in her. Who the hell knows where they are? All over. I think that if she if she held up a sign, you know what it reminds me of? It's like if O.J. held up a sign and said, guess what? I killed Ron and Nicole. I'm guilty. Right? And there still would be a certain segment of the people out there. I don't want to say who they would be. There'd still be a certain segment of the public. Oh, no, he got framed. It's a, a race thing. Uh, uh, am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely correct, sir. And the same with Miriam Elephant. They must have been, you know, And also 2.4%. 28 said she's doing a good job, which is just kind of I guess, amusing. They're finding ballots all over the place. And then she wants another three and a half million bucks. She can't, she can't explain. Even her supporters are now starting to get a little bit upset. They're starting to get a little bit uh, nervous because of her performance the other day, because she couldn't answer any questions. It's like the theater of the absurd, a frustrated Commissioner Lori Parrish said yesterday. She hasn't got any clue how to answer these questions. Well, bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. Where did the money go? Where's the accounting for? Ah, bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. I'm only talking about a million dollars. Now she wants three and a half million more. And the community in Broward County is held hostage by a bunch of people who want to turn it into a racial issue, which, of course, it is not. But what can I tell you? Here's our poll today. Before I get back to the shenanigans here at QAM and P.D. Lenny. I, you know, it's a real, I think to myself, which one of these people in that sales department bothers me the most on a visceral level, as somebody would say, who barely shows in the ratings? Is it Petey Lenny? Is it Todd Dreck? Now, see, it's difficult because when I'm here, I don't see Todd Dreck very often, thank goodness, because if I did see him a lot, it would be no contest. He'd win hands down your pants. Even Miguel was, he was shocked and amazed. He said, it's one thing to pick on Doreen, which Miguel endorses that a lot. He said, keep, keep it up. Because she deserves it. But to pick on Jen, who happens to be a real sweetheart and somebody we like, one of the nice people in the building. In fact, what we're going to do before the show is over today, we'll draw the line down the middle. We'll put the nice people on one side. We'll tell you who the good ones are. And we'll tell you who the assholes are. Guilty. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. See, get, even at the game last night, you know where they put him on the uh, on the uh, screen up there to do, ah, here's the scores in the hockey at the night around the league. Uh, and he squeaks the scores. He looked like a man just shaken. So if I'm Jigs McDonald, I'll tell you what. You know what we need to buy, Jigs? Jugs? I give up. A a um chest protector. What do they call those things? Like a gun. Uh, what do they call a bulletproof uh, thing? A vest. Oh, a flak bulletproof jacket. vest. A flak jacket. Because he's going to get a lot of flak. 
Because, boy, Geldy, as desperate as they are now with seeing those numbers come out the hour by hour and seeing that 2.1 sheer in the 8 to 9 hour, which is just people around the building are shaking their heads about that. How is that possible? On a sports station in men 2554, your target demographic, a 2.1? Oh, my. People are swooning over that. And so, Geldy, I'm sure I just you can smell it in the hallway. I know it's coming from him or else his most tipped his bag again. But he's just just paranoid as hell. So you know he's going to be going after Juggs' radio job at the Panthers next season because he's got to cover his ass. You know, he's got that baby to feed, George. You know how that is. <laughs> yeah. You got those little mouths to feed. You got to have that paycheck coming in. So, Juggs, if I'm you, I would just really, really watch my backside. The Jugsmeister, who, you know, he's an old fuddy-duddy, and he's, uh, he is what he is. But he's he's just, he's comfortable like an old shoe. In fact, every time I see Juggs, I think, look at that, he looks just like an old shoe. Yeah, as opposed to every time you see me and you think there's like an old Jew. Or a soft shoe. Yeah, so I am a soft Jew. That's my problem. Too nice of a guy. I'm just, it's the truth. An old softy. I'm too nice of an old softy. I, to I tolerate too much crap from people. You know what I mean, Gildy? Too much crap. So you can be paranoid all you want. You're not getting Jugs McDonald's job because he's a, he's a legendary hockey broadcaster who happens to be, by the way, just like Denise Potvin, a Hall of Flamer. How do you like that? So I got news, Gildy. If you think I'm going to back you again to go in there and stab somebody, there's too many people looking for other people's jobs. On this show, we're real happy with our this. We're not happy with this time slot, but we'll you know keep taking the check. But we're not looking for anybody else's. Well, see, Carlos, we leave him out of this. He's looking for anybody else's job. And he he's nodding his head. We know. We know. The janitor's nervous. In about fact, Carlos. he he wouldn't mind being freaky, Carlos, uh, the receptionist at the front desk, because be, you can be sure that that screaming queen is making more money than he is. No question. Oh. And he's full time with benefits. There you go. His benefit is he gets to take a bath in the sink every morning before he comes in here. That's his benefit. We don't charge him for the water. Right. Or the toothpaste. Well, he brings his own. No, I don't think so. I think he steals Geldy's toothpaste. One morning he used Moe's in there. It turned out to be Polident. Which I guess didn't taste all that great. In fact, it's still fizzing. But this business of people running around, we got Petey Lenny trying to get Moa out of here in the morning so that Castronova can come in and take his job, his boyfriend. Wait, that's unacceptable. The same thing with Geldy chasing after Jugs McDonald, who's, well, Jugs has got to be getting up there. What is he, about 85, 90 now? He needs that job. He's a, he's a legend. He knows his hockey, man. He's not some squeaky voice twerp who's looking after everybody's job just because he's, he knows that he's on very, very thin ice. You think the ice was bad in the arena last night? The ice that Geldy's swimming on right now, man, it's about to crack. So just butch up there in the morning a little bit. In fact, if I was him, I'd start really taking issue with everything that Mo said. If Mo says, well, it's a Monday morning, no, it's a Tuesday, Mo. Right? Now, that might not last more than like for an hour or two, but it worked good for the beast. Here's our poll today. I better do the break first. Well, we don't want to get way behind, huh? Am I wound up today or what? Yeah. It's good, in a good way. It is in a very good way. I'm in a great mood. I feel great. Panthers, you know, had a terrible game last night, but at least it was close. Got to see my good buddy uh, Marty Havlett up very close and personal. We bonded after the game, I wish. A little bit too much showboating there, Marty, last night. You know, he's a great athlete. He's a great hockey player, but a little bit trying to dipsy-doodle. In fact, he started looking like Victor Kozlov, the figure skater there last night. Hey, Victor, we already had Esotikin, and we don't need no more figure skaters here, okay? We'll get Elvis Stoikov who want a figure skater. Round and around and around. Anyway, it's 9.57 at 560 WQAM. I want to tell you about a place that's 
fantastic for the Atkins or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. And I mentioned sugar-free because the sugar shock from the last three days is obviously still having a tremendous effect on me. See what it does to you? It's a drug, that sugar. I'm sitting here going, blah, 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 like that because of all that sugar I've been eating. Although that chocolate lace was damn good. Anyway, at Delights of West Booker, they got over 600 delicious low-carb food products. This week, try the new Enchantment Low-Carb Cookies in six delicious flavors with only one or two carbs per cookie. You'll be in snack heaven, says Petey Lenny, and you know him. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Booker is the place you're going to love, and you can try anything in the store before you buy it. Try before you buy. They have a knowledgeable sales staff open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10, and carry the most complete line of Atkin brand products in the world, always 25% off all day, every day of your life. They also agree, by the way, to lights. We don't want no Castronova on this station. You'll find the lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441. We're next to Boston Market. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's one and only Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. There's a butt. I smell it. Rectum. Is that your thigh? You've gained a hundred pounds since Christmas. Yes. Oh. You look just like an elephant. Wear pants made from a circus tent. But hey, my friend, what can you do? How about liposuction? Some weight reduction. Cause one more bite and you might burst at the seams. That piece of pie you'll be clown. Unfortunately, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. I want staple here, one there. Hidden beneath your underwear. What else possibly could you do? Good luck there, Tubby. You're big, baby. <laughs> I knew, I knew I'd get him. <laughs> That's my sentiments about Todd Dreck right there, whatever you just saw. Okay, Tommy? Man. You know, see, one thing about me, I don't pull any punches. I'm not a BS artist. And these salespeople now are really starting to squirm because now I can eyeball them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can look them right in the eye and say, hey, uh, Troy, for example, what's the story with my balance for life? Where's my menu? Uh, like that, you know? And he don't even have, like, big lips or anything. And then like Todd Dreck, ah, but, and you notice it's four minutes after ten on 560 QAM, and, uh, we still don't have that crap I'm supposed to have, that he was gonna go rushing right in there once the Jen got back from the donut shop. I'd like to see her take a bag of donuts and stuff it right where the moon don't shine in his body if she could find the right orifice. That's how whipped up I am about this. And I'm even eating these little, uh, burgers here, which you know what they are. Jen was here at nine o'clock, by the way. She was here at nine o'clock doing her job, not making excuses and blaming other people for her whatever she does wrong, like eating too much. And who the hell am I to... What? She would admit she eats maybe a little bit too much, okay? Can't stand it. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back here, but you know what? I don't want to overstay... Well, since you're doing it. I don't want to overstay my welcome, you know? Mm. Man, what a bunch of fakers. 
Only on this station could these people get away with it, you know. You can't complain about the management on this station because generally speaking, we don't have any. What we have are a bunch of crisis, uh, what would you call them? They're like, they're like firemen. They come with their big hose and to put out the big fire. But when we have like brush fires, which is all the time, they can't be bothered with that. It's kind of like when our fire alarm goes off. Remember that time in the fire department, which is right down the street, didn't bother showing up? I know. And they're like a block, they're like a block and a half away. They don't care. Let them burn. This eating on the air must stop as soon as I'm done with the last one of these little burgers from little, little uh, caboose. They're, they're good today. I know you don't believe that because you, for whatever reason, you just, I guess it's because it's a Petey Lenny client and you're a hard ass. No, I just, uh. Aren't you enjoying those chicken wings? They from have great wings. Little John, Crazy John? Is, it, is it Crazy John or Little I don't John? Know. Crazy. And Friar crazy. Tuck. Here's a fact that says, what's this I heard about Paul Castro over ripping on the Mo Man? See, he's doing that because he wants the guy's job. That's why he, he's doing it. Those two are perfect for each other. It says it'd be a great radio if they teamed up and had a morning show. Maybe they could have Joe Zagacki doing sports for them. Geldy could do the weather, and Young Ron could do traffic and news. Be stupendous. There you go, the QM Morning Zoo. With Ron and Paul, Mo and the Geldy. The all-new Super Zoo. And, of course, Joe Zagacki. Don't leave him out. Somebody sends me a little cartoon, Mo without the muskrat. Shameful. Probably uh, Todd directed it in his spare time. I still don't see that correct copy that's supposed to be coming in here. Do you? I don't see it. Here's our poll for today, and I knew we'd sooner or later, uh, later get around to it. Look at that. Eric being right on top of things and not wanting to feel left out. We know you're very busy, Eric, okay? I don't want to put a lot of pressure on you. Now, now what is that? That's that light. Look what he put on the poll. Can you see it in there or not? The last choice on the poll is supposed to be, this is for who you want to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004. The last choice says, I don't care, they all suck. So he writes, don't care, they all suck, big donkey and elephant. And, of course, I can't say the last big... Okay. Get that off of there. See, now, now, remember he called you before the show? How come Al Gore's not on air? He's not running, Eric. Al Gore's not running. He announced it. He said it in his wooden way. He said he's not running. That's why he's not on the pool. So he obviously is getting frustrated. He feels left out. And Eric wants to be more of a part of the show. So he's like interjecting his own crap, which it was very good when he put the stuff on the other day about the uh, right-wingers and about that stuff on there about how predictable, et cetera, and so on, and feel free to creep the pool and help our gay agenda. That was cute. But don't overdo it, Eric. Don't mess with my pool. Just like the water Nazi says, don't mess with my log. And I noticed that she's still not doing the log. She got her assistant now. To, what does she do all day? I don't know what's going on over there. Oh, I forgot what she does now. She's got that little that uh, hearing device, like the one they were using on Smallville the other night. She's got those oh, yeah, uh, yeah. bugs That's that sad. she's got in all the room, and she, go, uh, she goes around the building monitoring what's happening. She's the she's the spy, the water Nazi. So anyway, let me uh, cast my vote on here and give you the uh, poll for today. What would, who would you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? Here's my list. Here's the poll. Take it or leave it, Eric. And quit putting a bunch of filthy stuff on our poll. John Kerry, Howard Dean, Joe Lieberman, Oy. Dick Gebhardt, John Edwards, Gary Hart, Chris Dodd, Al Sharpton, I don't care, I'll vote for Bush regardless, or don't care, they all suck. That's the poll. Now, I put people on there who either are definitely going to run or might run, like uh, Chris Dodd. And uh, who's the other one? I think that was the only one. The other ones have all Lyndon LaRouche. Yeah, Lyndon LaRouche, he's a douche. Which one of those? So there's the poll for you, and already we got, uh, oh, Al Sharpton's got a vote. <laughs> very, very amusing. 
A lot of stuff here, baby. McDonald's suit was thrown out, and that's a good thing. I'm sick and tired of people that are... You know what it reminds me of? It's like Todd Dreck. It's the same thing. See how it all ties in? People that all want to take responsibility for their own actions, so they're suing McDonald's for their kids' obesity. Who's forcing them? Who's holding a shotgun to their head making them take them to McDonald's, okay? In fact, if they are taking their kids to McDonald's, somebody ought to be holding a shotgun to their heads, if you ask me. Shame on you! And, of course, most parents are just like, you know, it's like other fat people. I keep telling you, their philosophy is it's not important in life that you succeed, but that your fat friends fail. That's their philosophy. Like Fat Boy, for example. He wants the whole world to be at least as fat as he is and hopefully bigger, waddling around on walkers and wheelchairs, which is why his family looks the way they do, the fat family. So for anybody in this building to be making comments about fat people, except me, I'm the one who, it's right in my contract. I can talk all I want about fat people. What is that? Oh, look at that. We got new copy for Fast Train. Oh. Woo! Mark it down in your calendars, boys and girls. Thank you, Miguel. The lovely Miguel just brought me a new piece of copy. I mean, it's the same old stuff, but nevertheless, it's a new piece of copy from Todd the Dreck Man. He's an asshole. You bet. Amen. Well said. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, do you see the song and the dance that we had to go through just to extract from this man a simple piece of copy for probably one of the best accounts we got on this radio station that spends a crap load of money on this show and all the shows on the station. Geldy does the spots? Well, nothing's perfect. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Don't talk while your mouth is, while my mouth is full. Hey, we do a ventriloquist act. McDonald's suit thrown out. The lawsuit was filed against McDonald's last summer, sought unspecified damages. But, saying the law is not intended to protect people from their own excesses, a federal judge threw out that class action suit against McDonald's food for obesity, diabetes, and other health problems for children. And you know something that's really hypocritical? How come, and haven't I always said this about the food people, if it's okay to sue the tobacco companies for people with lung cancer that, and the emphysema they got from smoking faggots, how come it's not okay to sue the food? See, it, it, no it, it, there is no difference. It says right on the package of cigarettes, you're going to get cancer, you're going to get emphysema, it's going to hurt like hell, you're going to die a wicked, nasty death, and they're still smoking the faggots. What about the alcohol? And don't tell me about the nicotine and the addictive factor, because believe me, there's nothing more addictive than refined carbohydrates. Believe me when I tell you right now. You believe me? So in the believe losers, me. I believe you. God damn it. Man, am I whipped up today about this crap. It's too lethargic here. That's the problem with this town. Just like that at the game last night. Yeah, you know. At least we got a good usher now. Thanks a lot, pal, whoever my usher is now. Got rid of that silly old fart. Talk about a bad hairpiece. And I, I think that other guy, the bad usher, I think his hair is real, but it looks like a hairpiece. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like Brindle Brown, like real old, like, like a guy from like the 1930s. I bet you he wears plaid underwear. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560, probably Long John's, 560 WQAM. If you've outgrown your home, if your family is getting bigger, if you need more room for some stuff at home, like an office, a nursery, a sewing room, or maybe a new master bedroom, maybe a new bathroom. In fact, if you get a new bathroom, Carlos would like to be invited to like, take a little shower in your sink. I was going to say in the tub, but that would be getting a little carried away. You don't want Carlos in your tub, believe me. Either one of them. Oh, the two of them in there together, I can see that. Anyway, when you need more space for your place, call our guys at Strictly Additions. What a scene. Man, that, that's even more disgusting than P.D. Lenny humping Fat Boy in a hallway. Strictly Additions is the one-stop shop, more space for your place, place with a worry-free approach to expanding your living space. I don't know what you're laughing about. I, I believe it happened. Call up your rust. buddy, the Pauly man. He's got the pictures. 
Anyway, our friends at Strictly Edition show up when they say they will, like they did in George's house. You won't have any hidden charges. They're the experts at pulling permits, so the work gets completed on time, the right way, and now for the new year, you can use your income tax return to get the work done. All of you folks out there shopping for new homes, why go through all of that trouble? By the time you sell, buy, close, and move in, you might as well just pull some equity out of your current home and call Strictly Editions. You'll pay for a new addition to a home you already love. Call Strictly Editions today at 954-791-8100. That's 954-791-8100. They're licensed, they're insured professionals. Call them for a free estimate. Talk to Craig or Patrick. 954-791-8100. Strictly Editions will save you time, lots of money. You won't have to move to improve. Get a whole new house with the same address. Call 954-791-8100 for Strictly Additions today. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. You have to suck. talk about my psychic abilities, I'll put that Miss Cleo to shame. What did I just play uh, before that bit? I played... Not that you have to suck. I reach over and I yank this off, the fax machine. Dear Mr. Rogers, speaking of people who don't accept responsibility for their own actions, how about yourself? I know you don't appreciate ass-kissing, but you must take responsibility for your brilliance in radio, your wonderful humor, and your refreshing intellect. Hence, you must accept some ass-kissing. Love your show, Jennifer and Miramar. Not that you have to suck. Amazing. Boy, Jennifer, I just, I don't know uh, whether to scream or go blind, you know what? Or give Matt Drudge a big kiss on the uh, puss. I just said that to get Lynn all worked up up there. She's, you know, she's freezing her ass off. How you doing, Lynn? Here's a fax from John who says two things. Number one, there's a Taco Viva still in the book. I, I'm apologize, we left off Bob Graham. But we got it. Nice going, Eric. We got it on there right away. How could I do that? You know what the problem is? Too close to home. You see who's running for Senate, by the way, probably? And now says that the alien experience when he defied the federal government now says, oh, he learned a lot then about how he has to represent all of the people. Mayor Pinga Pequeno, because he can't run again for mayor. Yeah, term limits uh, prohibit him from running for mayor again in Dade County. So now he wants to run for the Senate, you know. He better run real fast, Mayor Pinga Pequeno. Is he kidding? Is he out of his mind? He's got two chances Anyway, here's the facts. It says there's a Taco Viva still in the Boca Town Center Mall. Uh, let's go. Let's go right now, okay? Because uh, my appetite taste. is sufficiently whetted by those little burgers from a little old caboose and our friend Crazy John. By the way, Crazy John, we can get you a real sales guy up there to handle your account if you want. Yeah, and then we'd have some spots on here instead of just giving them free plugs, you know what I mean? By the way, George, let me ask you a question before we proceed with the rest of John's facts. What flavors do you want? There's a Taco Viva still in the Boca Town Center Mall, and it says, Mo Howard, you suck. Now, John, you may have some uh, truth in what you say there, but the fact of the matter is we basically have a little crisis going on here at QM, the one that we've manufactured to try to stir up a little excitement in an otherwise very dull town. And that is that, uh, you know, Mo is uh, he's having a tough time of it. He's alienated the audience. He's alienated everybody that works here on the station. He's alienated most of the people in the building. I, I take that back. He's alienated everybody in the building. 
But in spite of all of these things, in spite of his devious, dangerous, uh, behind-the-scenes maneuvers attempting to get various people canned and accomplishing that deed with a couple, maybe not getting him canned but getting him reassigned, you do know where I get my information, don't you? At any rate, uh, in spite of those things, still, it, it goes to show you how strongly I feel about this. I would be willing not to forgive and forget, because an elephant doesn't forget. But I'd be willing to overlook those things and continue coexisting, especially if we put a little little space in between the programs. You know, Mandage 8 to 10, Mandage with Mo from 8 to 9. A buffer. A buffer, that would be good. Because we don't function well in the same building at the same time. And he quit, better quit taking the water Nazis parking spot, too. I'm pretty sure that's his vehicle that's down every day, isn't it? You know the, the one I'm talking about? No. That white piece of turd down there? Could be any of the sales It's got to be his because it's got like a little bag on the side. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw that. It was, and it was <laughs> overflowing this morning. But Castronova, when you start assigning our salespeople to start pimping for you and making long-distance calls to me in various places around the world to try to stab one of our people in the back, I, I take exception to that, don't you? Don't you find that Whatever. to be? And, and part for the course for him, he's always been doing that. Always been doing that. And I'll say it again, our sales department and our sales manager, that's a hot one. She's married to the guy who's the sales manager for the enemy. That, I don't think the audience is aware of that. Her husband, screw Ann Winnick, her husband is the sales manager for Clear Channel. Even Carlos wasn't aware of that. You talk about an incestuous relationship, which is the reason why every time he wants to get rid of some lunkhead, they wind up over here. Hey, honey, can you take fat boy? We just can't handle anymore, and we can't afford to feed him anymore. Oh, sure, whatever you say, honey. You know, here's fat boy. Did we warn her or not? Did we beg her? So whatever we, whatever I say, she'll do the opposite. Right? Todd Dreck. Right. Didn't he come from over there? Todd no Dreckmeister? Yeah. Didn't know him over He there. came from over there. P.D. Lenny. Did he oh, come from yeah. over there? Yeah. Yes. Which is why all these people talk about it. Cheap channel, last cheap channel. That's all they talk about. They're living in the past. If they would spend one-tenth of the time servicing their clients and going out and getting some new ones, we could be really kicking ass here. But instead, they're too busy being professional yentas. Nobody hires them here to be a yenta. There's nothing in their paycheck or in their uh, commissions that says, hey, here, here's 10% for being a yenta. But we get the refuse. We get the sludge. Rhymes with drudge. We get the sludge left over that uh, they don't want over there. The refuse from Cheap Channel. And we still got all this billing on the station because we provide them usually with these spectacular numbers. Now, this latest book that came out, we're number one here in midday. Neil and Mad Dog did very, very well, thank you. December, we got screwed because of what they call ethnic uh, adjustment. What do they call Ethnic waiting, they call it. And we're waiting for them to stop doing that because they don't understand the market. But we still did just fine. So what does Fat Boy leave me? You've lost the young men. I got news for you, Fat Boy. I still got plenty of young men, okay? Believe me. I haven't lost the young men. I'm not talking about on the show necessarily, but nevertheless. Gives me a little shtuch. Just wait till I do your next spot, baby. Just wait. Till I tell him about it. In fact, we got a dial mattress spot come up this hour since he don't have that many on the show anyway. Just wait till I do the next spot. And tell him about how Fat Boy ought to... Fat Boy is going to be on one of those dollar mattresses with Todd Reck, Petey Lenny, Troy uh, the Boy. Freaky Carlos. Freaky Carlos. Our little Carlos. Oh, I, I never got back to that since I'm so full of it today. Right. I, I just might ramble on here till 1 o'clock. I might go on till 3 or 4 o'clock, you know? Hey, Mad Dogs, take the day off. See, that's specifically why I was doing that Ugly Chuck thing in the first place, is so that they wouldn't confuse him with you our You can't call him Ugly Chuck. That's grotesque. It's accurate. He would rather... 
be uh, Ugly Chuck and, uh, and stand alone on that than be confused with that guy. I want to explain it. Okay, you've done a poor job. Like I said, if you'd be, you've got all these cameras now, including the one right. you gave me. Why do you keep putting it back on me? I'm not the station photographer here. No, that's for you taking pictures. I'm of right, the exactly. Other, uh, you bring yours in and take a picture of him and the freaky, the real freaky Carlos out there at the reception desk, who used to be known as Miss Lila or whatever her name was on Power. What was his name? He oh, had some kind of a pansy name there on Power in a morning show before they blew all of them out. Layla, Leela, Leela, Lila, Layla, Miss Cleo, whatever the hell she was, screaming, whatever. And we'll have a picture of them side by each, and then you can see what our little putsy uh, Carlos looks like, and then what the real freak looks like out there. In fact, you can even take a nude picture of the real freaky Carlos, and they can count all of <laughs> right. the uh, body piercings. One of the major differences is that this Carlos has the piercings on his face. Yes, the other one has them in many places, including his and other body parts that we certainly don't want to mention on your penis. In fact, the rumor is he's going to be Duff's first guest on Penis Talk this weekend. Lita. Yeah. Lita. Oh, Lita, thank you so much. Take me to your Lita. I'll pass. Unfortunately, on the way out to the elevator every day at 1 o'clock, I have to encounter that creature. Hi, Poodle. You know, one of those stereotypes. Remember that dark-complected guy called in yesterday about fag stereotypes, and I started talking about black stereotypes, and we both agreed that it's very unfortunate because we all suffer from these stereotypes. People go out of their way to act really, really in whatever stereotypical way it is. Yes. You know what I'm saying, Poodle? C. Oh. Hello, Kitty. Man. Yeah, see, that's another benefit of not being in a building. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. Doing the show from outside is spectacular. I'd rather, like, do it on the road. Oh, and speaking of on the road. I've done it on the road. It's Oh, my God. I leave here yesterday. I drive up the Hershey Highway to uh, the corner of the intersection of 441 and County Line Road, getting ready to make my left turn. And there's a crazy guy. That's new. There is a... Wait. There's a crazy guy with a sign... Uh, hungry, no work, and I'm talking about certifiable. He's like dancing up and down. He's, people are like a scared of him. About 16 people ran the light just to get away from him. And I'm sitting there, and I couldn't make it. So I'm first in line, and he's like all over the place. And I look in my rearview mirror on the other side, and here's one of the homeless voice people. And I thought to myself, which one has the Tony? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, brother. What a country, man. You can't even just pull up to a light out there in public on, on the roads that we pay our tax dollars to build and maintain. And these people are out there hassling us. I, I've never seen anything like this guy, even on the streets of Toronto. Spare some change, mister? You know, I mean, that crowd, they're like very calm compared to this. This guy, it looked like he had like green, like St. Vitus dance in his pants. He was just a wild man. And he was like, you know, he, he belonged. He, seriously, he needed some help. He needed to be institutionalized somewhere. And he's out there in a the corner of 441 and County Line Road. In the road. Hey, another day's gone by, and a lot of you folks are still underpaid and stuck in a real sucky job. If you're looking for a high-paying career, you just uh, call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's what Todd Drex says. If you enroll now, you can be certified and on the way to a new high-paying job by April in no time at all, in a heartbeat. Yes, if you can commit three nights a week, Fast Train can have you certified as a computer professional by this April. So call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train offers job placement, easy financing, day, night, and weekend classes. And as far as where you live, well, no problem because they got four convenient locations in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and now in Fort Lauderdale. Just one simple call, you'll be on your way to a great new exciting career. Say goodbye to your dead-end job, that crappy, measly paycheck every week or two, and call Fast Train to get you on the way to a really meaningful, high-paying career. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web if you like it, fasttrain.com. <laughs> 
Faulkner Sports Radio 560 QAM. And then I Faulkner. The commercial you're about to hear has been adolescently subjected to a moronic series of edits and changes with no endorsement or authorization by the original advertiser. We apologize, however, stand by our mission to make everything that is good and decent look as ridiculous as possible. Are you ready? We're ready. Do you want it? We want it. Are you pumped? We're pumped. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Bend over. Yeah. Whatever you do to get up to the game, stay up with Gay Terrain. I said bend over. Yeah. Gay Terrain. The drink of gay athletes everywhere. 1031 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to you. The Mad Dog's coming up at 1 to Humper from San Diego in the uh, Super Bowl at 3 o'clock. Hurricane Hotline from the Hex Center, 708. we got the big old Orlando Alzagari, oh. and he's another big one. He's not, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. Is he, like, real fat? He's fat. He's slightly fat. Pudgy. Pudgy. Pudge. Hey, hey, we got Pudge on the Marlins. Uh, Eddie K at 10 o'clock from GA and Joe and Mark overnight, who really pissed us off the other night. George was foaming at the mouth about it by, uh, huh? By messing with our pool. We don't like that. You know, we have enough problems with outside people, with uh, nasty people dicking with our pool. But to have Joe Costello in there on an ego thing, having I'm people sure vote for them. Whoever told us it that. was what? A dirty lie, I'm sure. No, it was not. That. Oh, okay. Guaranteed. I'd bet your life on it. How's the pool coming today? And we again apologize to Bob Graham and all of his vast supporters and the cows in Miami Lakes for the fact that we left him off. How could I have done that? Huh? You, uh, you do know where Graham Deary Drive is, since you're one of those people with a yes. I mean, the Graham yes. family has got so much money. I mean, she. But, you know, I'll be honest with you. As much as be, I could tell my story about the gun in the briefcase when I interviewed him on WS News years ago. That's kind of a cute story. But I won't. Maybe I will. It just goes to show you, Bob, the only reason that you're still around right now is because I like you and you're not a bad guy. Your secret service. Pretty weak, baby. Pretty weak. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Who would you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? We're taking a poll because everybody else is now. Because, uh, you know, other than blowing up the world in Iraq and North Korea and stuff like that and Al-Qaeda uh, and your mama, other than those things, and people being out of work and the economy being much worse than anybody's letting on, other than those things, there's nothing going on. Besides, of course, the um, clone babies. See, that's another thing that I find just appalling. Unacceptable. Channel 4 News was added again last night. I, I would give them up if I had an alternative. Do you have any idea how unprofessional the news is in this market, how bad it is? Yeah. It's yeah. almost as unprofessional as the beast. That's how bad it is. That's pretty bad. I do like Steve Wolford, and what's the chick that's on there on the uh, 5, 530, I think? I don't know, man. And then they, then they got the nerve to show us promos for Angela Ray, the fact that she's doing that morning. See, if I was you guys at Channel 4, I'd keep it a secret because nobody's up at 5 in the morning and nobody would know. She just comes on and goes, ha, 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 like that. One day soon, she's going to fall backwards in her chair. Good God. Nice job in New York, by the way, Angela. She lasted shorter there than Mr. Ego. About two minutes. 118 votes. Don't care. They all suck. 31. Don't care. I'll vote for Bush regardless. 20. Well, you got to understand, the rest of them are, like, chopped up. It's divided. Bob Graham has moved into first place in spite of his late addition on the poll. 15 votes for a BDI Bob, who has been... Good the last few months. In spite of that idiotic column, I thought that the Jim DeFeedy and the Herald was going to be a good columnist. Do you read that? He ripped Bob Graham because no. he keeps a diary every day. He made the so? sarcastic crap about him. This is the one guy who's had the balls to say, hey, forget about Iraq. We got more of these damn uh, uh, Hezbollah people here in America who are ready to blow us all to pieces, and you're not even paying any attention to them. Right you're huh? Right. He had some balls, BDI Bob. Anyway, he's got 15 votes. John Kerry's got 14, one of which was mine, of course. I just changed again. Don't care. They all suck 32. I'll vote for Bush regardless, 24. Graham, 17. Kerry, 15. Howard Dean has got nine. Howard Dean. 
I don't know, Howard Dean from Jimmy Dean, other than he's from Vermont. Al Sharpton, 9. John Edwards, 7. Dick Gebhardt, 6. Jew Lieberman, 5. Gary Hart's got 4. And Chris Dodd, the senator from Connecticut, who probably would be the best of all, but he hasn't said he, he might just run. You like Chris Dodd? Okay. You don't even know who that is. I've seen him. I just haven't oh. heard enough out of him. Oh. Christopher Dodd is one of the... See, he's too liberal, and plus he's from a small uh, New England state. I see. Christopher Dodd is great. He's articulate. He's a great speaker. He's, like, right on all the issues where we are and, uh, you know, living and breathing people are. Well, then I like him a lot. There you go. I am, what, 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 what's the point? Well, there, there, there's this endless parade of people. No, there's not. He's not part of an endless parade. You tell me that Howard Dean and John Edwards and uh, these other and Al Sharpton are in the same category with Chris Dodd? No, but I'm not going to take the Good time to God. Out, listen to all their pictures. Good God, Chris Dodd. What an ugly old bod. And there's something wrong with this town, you know? I'm sitting there. With, I think it finally dawned on me. I think I had a, an awakening at the hockey game last night. I had like a some kind of <laughs> internal intestinal experience. Sitting there in the midst of these people, most of whom haven't got the foggiest idea or interest of what's going on around them. Not all, but most. And Washington bouncy bouncy out there, which they should have been on roller skates. And nobody says, and of course our great columnist here in his town, the same old two hacks, the same young two hacks we've had for uh, since day one. David J. Neal with his Hussad Shako and Michael Russo, another fat pud whacker. Uh, they got nothing to say about it. The only thing, the little sarcastic line they'll put in there about an announced crowd of 13,000 and something. If there were 13,000 people in that arena last night, I'll give you $20 million cash right now. Okay? 13,000. If they included all the people across the street shopping at the sawgrass, it still wasn't 13,000 people. Plus, not to mention the number of thousands upstairs that they all got in for free. I had people come down and tell me that they're t all, there were just huge groups of people got in for free. Now, you know, they got, I understand they're trying to get some people in the stands, but you're never going to make the money back, Alan Cohen, by letting everybody in for free. Yeah, I know it doesn't look as embarrassing as having a whole empty place. It was an embarrassing. Keep in mind that Ottawa is the best team in the league, okay? An exciting young team, great team. Of course, you couldn't tell that when they're skating on, like, uh, uh, cement. You ever try to roll a tie skate on cement? Yeah, that doesn't work. That's either. what they were trying to do. You can see ruts in there as deep as, as Fat Boy's Rectum. ass. Big cra crevasses in the ice. And, and nobody cares, but eat better, but hey, we look pretty good, looks pretty boring. Hey, don't you, wake up, wake up, god damn it! What? This is a place where things aren't what they are, you know what I'm saying? Every, every place else, like, like any place else you go, a cheeseburger is a cheeseburger. Here, a cheeseburger is paradise, as Mo would say. You know what I'm saying? Everything is something other than what it really is here. This is La La Land. It's a fantasy place. It's a goddamn fantasy place. I'm sitting there. I'm seeing what I'm seeing. I'm watching what I'm watching. And like, uh, I don't know. They don't get it. How about that R. Kelly, huh? He has all those. <laughs> he likes to sing all those hymns, but he likes the hers better, I guess. He didn't young, do nothing. He likes the young hers, according to what they allege. He's innocent. Singer faces new porn charges. R&B star R. Kelly was arrested in, uh, in Miami yesterday morning on a new child porno charge, just as the Grammy Award-winning singer was making a comeback with his latest hit single. Already facing child porno charges in Chicago, Kelly is now accused of keeping 12 photographs of a nude girl in one of his Central Florida summer homes. The latest arrest immediately created a buzz on South Florida airwaves as loyal fans defended the artist while others expressed their disgust. He was just starting to get in on the good graces, said Jerry Russian, general manager at Jams 99, WEDR. This will be a lot tougher for him to bounce back from. He's disappointed some folks who believed in him. 
Kelly, whose first name is Robert, was out on bond awaiting trial on 21 counts of child pornography in Chicago, where authorities viewed a videotape that allegedly shows him having sex with a 13-year-old girl. Wasn't him. In town to shoot a music video for his new hit single, Ignition, Kelly was arrested at Coconut Grove's Grand, I Grand Bay Hotel on a Polk County warrant Wednesday. He was released from the county jail Wednesday after posting $12,000 bond. Polk County investigators say they were arresting, assisting authorities in Chicago with their investigation when they came across the photos during a search of Kelly's Davenport home in June. The digital photos show Kelly, another adult woman, and a young girl in sexual situations, investigators said. Regardless of your status, whether you're a celebrity or not, if you engage in conduct as outrageous as this, you can expect to be thoroughly investigated and arrested, said Colonel Grady Judd of the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Engaging in sexual conduct with a child and photographing it is despicable, he said. Kelly, who has a home in the Chicago area, said he was not the man shown on the videotape, like George just said, jokingly. And yada, yada, yada. Hot 105 program director Derek D.B. Brown said, though he's not playing the single ignition, he won't take Kelly off the air for now. As far as I'm concerned, he's innocent till proven guilty, Brown said, noting fans overwhelmingly responded to a poll last summer saying they wanted to continue hearing Kelly's sultry voice. Well, his voice never molested anybody. No. 20 before, and he just makes little cuckoo-cuchooing sounds. Cuckooing. Oh, look at this. Here's that. I don't know what this copy is. Don't throw anything out. Oh, please. Let's see if I throw it out. I'll never get it back again. That's the problem. So even if it's not the right one, just do it next time. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM. We are, sorry that we haven't taken any calls yet, but you know what? Who the hell? We took that one. I, I wasn't that crazy about it. That woman with her hot pudge Sunday, whatever she was talking about. Pudge. Yeah, pudge. Hey, I'll tell you where you can get some good chow, and that's the Emerald Coast. they got three locations for you. You'll find one in Sunrise. That's the original South Florida location. They're also in North Miami Beach, and their newest location is in Pembroke Pines. Start your mouth-watering experience with six different soups, then sample dozens and dozens and zillions of succulent entrees, not just oriental goodies, but lots of other things, too. Surf and turf on the weekends, New York strip steak made to order at their gourmet center, a sizzling Asian grill with teriyaki steak, shrimp, chicken, and seafood, and hand-carved primary. Cook to your order just the way you like it. It's amazing. The Emerald Coast Buffet promotes healthy living, too. They don't use any crap, no MSG, no cornstarch, and no uh, cholesterol-laden oils. They only cook with the finest cholesterol-free oils, and like I said, no crap. Their buffet features a full salad bar, new sushi bar, fresh rim cocktail, and Emerald Coast famous Lobster Fest is back featuring lobster thermidors and lobster bisque. And if you have any room at all left over, I always tell you to bring that crowbar. Have somebody else stick their hand in your pants and pull it back like a little bit and your waistline, too, to make room for the dessert bar. Featuring pies and cakes, pastry, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, the perfect ending to an unforgettable meal. I tried that at the hockey game last night. Fruit? With Marty Havlat, putting my hands in his pants, and he kind of backed away. Emerald Coast now with three locations in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street, Collins Avenue just north of 163rd Street, North Miami Beach, and the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious Pembroke Pines. Accept reservations, takeout and delivery available as well. And be sure and check out the new Oriental Chicken Salad, too, at the Emerald Coast. Call 954 954- 572-3822 for reservations and information. That's 954-572-3822. A place you can feast like a pig even if you're not one. The Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. Live and this is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Gus keeps getting bigger. This new year, you can be 
become a professional athlete. Many people believe you have to be good at lots of things to compete. But Trey believes in doing one thing and doing it better than anyone else. Introducing the Trey Junkin School of Snapping. Mr. Junkin, am I holding the ball right here? Let's whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back it down with the questions. I'm watching Animals of the Future on Animal Planet. It's just that I paid $6,000 for this two-hour class and I wanted to... Hey, this is just all part of the process. Pass me my Converse high tops, will you? Time for our field trip. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, are we going to the Bubble of Giant Stadium, you know, practice on some field goals? Well, actually, I thought we'd shoot over to the AMC Multiplex and see hot chicks. What? We don't want to do that. Do that. All right, all right. And we'll see Drumline. That takes place on a football field, and it's got a beat that dares you to stay in your seat. Come on. No, 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 but no. we want to be snappers. Let me tell you something. I've been snapping for 30 years, and I never practiced once. Yes, occasionally some of my balls bounce or sail over the head of the holder or go astray in some way. Truth is, you never really have any significant role in the outcome of a game. It's all poop. Can't you just show us something? Just show us something. All right, you want to see something? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, come here. Gather around. All right, all right, but don't tell anybody. This is just between us, all right? All right, it's the key to it all. That's a key. Yeah, it's an actual key. That's right. It's the key to my minivan. Everybody pilot! Let's go see Drumline! Come on! The Trey Junkin School of Snapping. Hey, it's not like you can lose a game over a snap. That's a 41-yard try. Trey Junkin snapping it. Hey, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get Mr. Junkin some more jujubes, will you? What? I love this picture! 1047 at 560 WQMC. Remember what I told you before speaking about Smallville? Oh, I like that. Oh, that's the song? I thought it was stuck. No, they play that on the show every week. They play that on the show every week. Maybe I'm not going it's to It's SR-71, and tomorrow it's played on Smallville every week. Every week? To show you how unperspicacious you are. You better start paying a little bit more attention to the important things in life, mister. Because I know when I'm watching Tuesdays between 9 and 10, I'm glued to that screen, literally and figuratively. Elmer's or Super? I'm watching real close. Super, if you ask me. Here's our facts of the day from Greg. Boy, this is great today. I'm having such a good time without having to beg for calls. You know, we had that one great call from that lady. Huh? Hey, we got Pudge. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This station is such a sports maggot magnet that even a few uh, women jock sniffers out there are calling. Hey, what do you think about Pudge? A great player, once upon a time. If he was so good now, he wouldn't be here. Do you follow what I'm saying? like us. If we were so good, we sure wouldn't be working here. Here's Greg's facts today. Not Greg Reed, that is. Our Greg. I say our Greg because certainly nobody else wants to take credit for him. Maybe he was cloned by the Aurelians, you think? Because even when he was down here, we always said he was out of this world. He says the following is an idea for a future poll. Most important thing learned from Neil's show over the years that the general public didn't learn until it was too late. 
He left one category off. Greg is an asshole. He left that one off of there. Just a joke, Greg. Just lighten up a little bit. And we're certainly not talking about Greg Reed, although. Anyway, he goes on to say, I could give you a few examples, but I'm just going to tell you the probable winner. I first started listening to your program around 1991 or 92. You used to mention, of course, you'll do all the isolated incidents involved, involving child molesting priests. You would read the reports from all your different sources. I would think to myself, is this really going on as much as Neil is saying it is? I mean, back then you never heard about these stories in the media, only on the Neil Rogers Show. Last year when all these stories broke and the general public started learning what was really going on, I told my wife that this was nothing new. I've been hearing of these disgusting cover-ups for over ten years on Neil's show. Not only that, I've w w woken up and now question religion in general. To that I say thank you, says Greg. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that heartwarming? Warms the cockles. Doesn't it bring cockles to the warmth of your heart? Well, Greg... You're, 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 you're there you go. Pretty weak facts today, but you're welcome. They all want to suck around, I guess. And what's wrong with that? A lot. It's boring. I'll give you an example. As much as I love the Mad Dog, and I really do, this has nothing to do with him. It's just the nature of the callers. Oh, uh, Mr. Mandich, it's such an honor to talk to you. I'm such a big fan of you. I mean, as soon as I hear that, the CD goes plunging deep into that crevice in my car dash. Do you know what I'm saying? It, it, is, it is the worst of the, the, the knee licking, boot licking, mm. ass sucking, just awful. And of course it's a substitute for actually having something to say or talk about. And it's not helping the show. Not at the all. That you're not at least it because everybody else just like me is saying, ah, gee, enough of the sucking already. And we're going somewhere else for like a little entertainment, a little amusement. Right? Right. Not that we ever find it. Cons and this, this has got to be, this story I think, is what life is all about in America today. Makes no sense to me. Maybe you or the audience can explain it to me. Consumer state claim for a CD settlement. And I've seen this on television, and I sit there looking at it, and I scratch the big and uh, getting larger by the moment hole in my head, asking myself, how can this possibly be? Al Sunshine comes on Channel 4 News. There's another one I can't stand on there, even though I do watch Channel 4. Him and Elliot Rodriguez. Oh, the two of them make my skin crawl. I even like the weather fairy compared to them. No, you got to do it like this, like right. like, so like signaling your first down in a football game, waving the, the ham hocks. Do the tomahawk the, chop. The, the, the tomahawk chop with a big fat uh, arm, Al Sunshine. And he's talking about, well, you can get your if you bought a CD between 1995 and 2000, you can get a five to twenty dollar refund per CD. No. Oh. No, and to file a claim, you go to www.musiccdsettlement.com. Or, for a form to fill out, they got a toll-free number. Do you have to have proof of purchase? No. Do you have to show them in any way, shape, or form that you ever bought even one CD? No. No, you just fill out a claim, they'll give you some money. All right. Yeah. So everybody out there in the audience, here you go. You better hurry, because uh, it says the money is there, but only if people would take it. But not too many, else the cup runneth dry. I mean, this is the most idiotic, uh, jackassical thing I've ever heard in my life. As the result of a giant settlement agreed to by the country's top music distributors and retailers, anyone who bought a CD, cassette, or vinyl record between 1995 and 2000 is eligible for a 5 to $20 refund, no strings attached. As of yesterday, almost a million people, 36,000 of them plus from Florida, had vied for a piece of the pie, but there's enough in the kitty for more than eight times as many to lay claim. The, fee, the free cash is the fruit of a $143 million antitrust settlement that the big five record labels, along with the three leading retailers, agreed to pay last September after attorneys general for 43 states accused them of price-fixing and ripping off buyers. 
Attorney generals from Florida and New York were the lead co-counsels representing the states, and music consumers from all 50 states are eligible for a cut of the prize. Under the settlement, $75.7 million worth of CDs will go to nonprofit groups, charities, libraries, and schools. Consumers who bought music between 1995 and 2000 will divvy up $67.3 million. Less the attorney's fees and the cost of advertising, the payout roughly $44 million will be left. The settlement is to pass final muster of a court in Maine, which will revisit the suit in May. Now, here you go. Consumers can get 5 to $20 each per person, not for every album purchased, depending on how many people stake a claim. In other words, it's TBA to be announced. Oh, in Florida, the number of claimants has doubled in the past two weeks, according to the Florida Attorney General's Office, intended with an upward spike in media attention. The Attorney General's Office has sponsored TV and radio spots, plugging the offer and plans to run more. No proof of purchase is necessary to reap the sweet, if modest, reward. All people need to do is fill out an online form, consumer lawyers insist, decide to secure, or contact the settlement's administrator. The set of the cutoff date is March the 3rd, okay? No proof of purchase is necessary. You just have to say, I cross my heart and hope to die, I promise. <laughs> I bought a CD. I bought a uh, record. I bought a uh, cassette. You follow me? All the way to the bank. And they'll send you between 5 and 20 bucks. Now, you don't think anybody would lie to get that money, do you? I don't have to. So what is it? That's right. I bought a bunch. <laughs> huh? Carlos, do you buy any? Carlos bought, he said he bought thousands. And he wants five to twenty bucks for each one. Thousands. Not to mention the other fifty thousand he downloaded from Winmix. For free. See what I'm saying? Uh huh. I'll bet you do. Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe the audience can explain this to me because I don't understand. I'm at a loss. I'm just, I'm just lost. In other words, anybody and their brother can say, oh, I bought a CD, even if you don't own a CD deck. Right. Even if you don't know what one is. Do you know who's running spots on TV now What radio station? I give up. Classical Music. WKAT. Oh, yeah, I saw one the other day. Are you ready for that? And, of course, it sounds real good on your TV, because if you have good speakers or good TV, it's in stereo. You're hearing beautiful, classical music. Of course, on KAT, it's a... It kind of has that in behind the Mozart and Bach and Brahms and... Beethoven, like that, in behind. Nice going there, Howard Premier. Boy, a sucker's born every minute, man. Glad you found a good one. 1056 at 560 WQM. Kick off the new year with a great new mattress for you and your back. In fact, if you can't afford it, Fat Boy, I think, will buy one for you. Maybe not. Huh? What do you say? Let's have Fat Boy buy everybody on some brand new mattress from Dollar Mattress. He's making a big bucks. Plus, he ain't going to be around long anyway. What's he going to spend it on? And he's not going to leave it to his family because as fat as they all are, they're not going to be around long either, right? The fat family usually winds up as the dead family. We wish them all the best. The odds aren't looking too good for them, but we wish them all the best. Anyway, when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking to some people who really know their stuff inside and out. Expert betting consultants who recommend the perfect bed for you. Whichever name brand you prefer, they got all the top names. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King, Coil, and every size and style. And they have exactly the one you're looking for in stock this moment. Ready for immediate delivery. When they get to your home, which is exactly when you want them there, any two-hour window, you choose the day and the time, seven days a week. They take away the crappy old bedding, they set up the brand new bed, and believe you me, you and your back will feel a hell of a lot better for it. Because if your old mattress is lumpy and bumpy and worn out, if it's uh, time to say goodbye to it, your back will tell you. You're going to feel like crap. So if you want to get you a great night's sleep every night tonight and for years to come, call right now. The experts at Dollar Mattress, you can't get a better deal all the way around. 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress. Live and local. 
We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. And do I like that? Jump in a taxi cab. I said, driver, Central Park. You looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms, the trees I made. Nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach, where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, no, Tiendo, what does that mean? Nobody speaks English anymore. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias. I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America now. Stop making me sick. Nobody speaks English anymore. 1102 at 560 WQAM. I love that. I could play that from now to 1 o'clock if you come right down to it. Anyway, here's the information that you're looking for. We're getting people nervous about this. I know George and Carlos are both frantically checking out this website. Be sure and get your uh, thing in there early. Because they've only got enough for like eight times the amount they've given out already. I think you'll get yours. Anyone who bought a CD between 1995 and 2000 is eligible for a five to twenty dollar refund, even if you bought only one. Now that's only not like for each CD, but one, one time deal. To file a claim, go to this website: www.musiccdsettlement.com. Musiccdsettlement.com, or they've got a toll-free number where they'll send you a form to fill out, and you can lie. I mean, you can tell them you bought one. 1-877-347-4782. You don't have to have a receipt. They'll take your word for it, which shows you how stupid they are. 1-877-347-4782. So uh, here's a chance for free money. Don't forget the deadline's March 3rd, so you got plenty of time. And look at that. Adam's got his form filled out. For your free CD, uh, money, 5 to 20 bucks. He says he'll take it. So there you go. And we'll put that on. We're gonna, what are we going to do about that? Since the print is too small, you can actually do it from the uh, from the Herald. It's in the Herald business section on the first page, but it's too small. No, on the site it's too small. I beg your pardon. When you go to their site, uh, their website is caca. The Herald, the worst newspaper. Not no, only is it the worst the newspaper, site. but they have the worst, huh? The uh, the claim site, the get your free money site. Oh, I see. I see. So in other words, the better idea is to call the toll-free number and they'll send out a form. Because you got plenty of time. you got all of the rest of January, all seven days, eight days, and you got uh, all of February. So just call that toll-free number. They'll send you a form. In fact, I think a really good idea is to have everybody in the family fill out a form. Right? They have no way of knowing your... Does, does it say an age limit in here? Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh, it says all people need to do is fill out a... It doesn't say anything about your age. Because kids buy CDs and records. Why can't they get their money back, right? There's a whole thing on there that, that I can't read. If more than 8.8 .8 million people sign on, bringing the payout below 5 bucks per person, consumers won't get the cash, and states will have to decide what to do with a lot of it. Well, isn't that? Well, how are they going to do that? 
If more than 8.8 .8 million people sign on, bringing the payout below $5 per person, consumers won't get the cash, and states will have to sue. Uh, what, what does that mean? Uh, uh, Carlos says he'll take 4.99. He don't need the five bucks. He'll take uh, 4.52. He'll take a dollar. He'll take a Canadian dollar, a loony. Anything. Well, I'll give it a shot. Okay, give your. It sounds like a scam to me. I don't know. Sounds like they're trying to do a dog and pony show, and then they'll say, oh, we had 50 million people sent in, and as a result, you're not going to get squat. But give it a shot. It'll kill some good time. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Okay. I got a question about one of your sponsors, about the Pompano Hornets track. Yeah. When do they have the uh, free skating dinner again? Uh, next Monday, February 3rd. I mean, a week, a week from next Monday. Does it come with a drink? What is it? Does it come with a soda? Hell no. You buy your own soda, cheapskate. Does it come with a soda? You ready for that? This sounds like a younger guy, too. Hey, you're already ready for Winmore and uh, the other place over there. What's the other one? Whatever that is. Palmier. Does it come with a soda? Do you come with a soda? Sometimes. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And for, see what I mean about the calls? I'm on a roll here today. And I interrupt myself with very important stuff we're passing along and a lot of psychosis going on on this end of the microphone. And the first call we have is some crap about does it come with a free soda at Pompano Park. You know, Dick Feinberg says he'll personally take one of them horse whips. He'll borrow Mickey McNichols and pound the daylights out of you if you show up next Monday. Plus, it's a week from next Monday anyway. It's February 3rd or 2nd, whatever that day is. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. John Pembroke Pines. Hello. I'm crazy. Wow. There you go. We're back to the callers again. And you wonder why I went for seven months and didn't take a call and enjoyed it so much? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I realized the first two hours today were nothing like these last the three calls we've had, which is why the show is still on the air. I mean, all the things that I've talked about here in these two hours, including this latest thing that I'm confused about that we'd like to have a little input, all of this stuff, the McDonald's suit being thrown out, even though they say it's okay to sue the tobacco companies, so evidently the people who are smoking, it's legal to sell cigarettes, but if you uh, die from the disease, even though they warn you, then you can sue them for doing it. But the food companies, it's a different story. And you want to know why? Because the food companies like McDonald's spend millions and billions advertising on the networks and in newspapers, whereas cigarette uh, people can't advertise on TV anymore. See what I'm saying? No. Yeah, you do. Of course. Here's a call from Plantation. Hello. Hey, dude. How you doing, buddy? Okay. Hey, I used to be able to vote on your poll, but I got a new machine with Windows XP. Yeah. Is there anything I can no. do? No. Is this amazing? God. We hit the jackpot today. Thank you. We hit the jackpot. Oh, man. <laughs> As oh, yeah. There's only one call left on the board anyway, and that's it. And that's probably a crank, too. Here's Kendall. Hello. The radio's all yours now. Yeah. sucks. <laughs> They wanted the calls back. Keep that in mind, okay? Those seven months of those bedtime stories, man, that was really bad. And uh, like Petey Lenny said, oh, thank God you're taking calls again. That shows you right there what I always said about him. Another programming genius, a maven. Maybe we can put Paul Castronova and Young Ron on here in midday. They could really spice it up a little bit. What do you think, huh? Really do it. No. Moving right along. How's that poll coming? Who would you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? 238 votes. Don't care. They all suck. 61. Bob Graham, a late addition, and we apologize for that. 43. Don't care. I'll vote for Bush regardless. 39. 16.3%. John Kerry, 30. John Edwards, 20. Al Sharpton, 14. Howard Dean, 10. 
Dick Hebhart, seven. Joe Lieberman. Joe Lieberman's got six. Gary Hart's got six. And Chris Dodd. Poor Chris Dodd's only got two because George has no idea who that is. Here's a call from Aventura. Hello. Nelson. How are you? What can I do for you, sir? What's going on, Neil? What can I do for you? Um, I saw your buddy Ty Jarek last week. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Why are you giving him such a hard time? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. It's so sad. Here we are, the last ten minutes, trying to revitalize the phone again, take some calls, give you people who want calls an opportunity to vent your thing. Have we had one real call? No. In fact, even going back to the first call, a woman about Pudge, not one, not a one. And like I said, you people that go to those hockey games, don't ever come bitching to me again because I've tried this seventy-five thousand times in the last ten years. You haven't got a clue what's going on there. They could be playing on leather. They could be skating on leather. On Pete Lenny's face, and you still wouldn't know the difference. Oh, what's he talking about? He's always complaining, you know, never good enough for him. Right, okay. Whatever you say. Here's a call from Miami. We know this one's going to be great. Hello. Hey, Neil. I went to uh, my first hockey game a couple of weeks ago. Yes? And I got to see Peter Worrell skate. And he looks like a newborn horse that's first trying to get on his legs. Yeah. He just absolutely cannot skate at all. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, one other thing. By the way, Frank Mahovlich ain't playing anymore either. There's another bulletin for you. There you go. Another another uh, one that you forgot to add to your poll a couple of days ago. About no, no, no. We're not doing a poll about the businesses. See, that's, it had nothing to do with hockey or Peter Worrell or anything else. All this guy wanted to do was call and add more crap about businesses that are not You people are pathetic. I don't want to tell you how many people have been calling. Oh, my God. Let's that do that crap. again. All right. They liked it. Tomorrow. No, today. <gasps> Ten past eleven. What? You don't think it would beat the calls we've had in the last ten minutes? It would beat something. It would be beat us with a stick is what it would do. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Don't believe it! Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. Their name was a goof on one of the world's greatest religious leaders. So f*** them if they tanked. They were Jesus Jones. Right here, right now. There is no other place I want to be. Jesus Christ. Father, it has been eight seconds since my last confession. I took the Lord's name in vain. Please forgive me. Jesus Jones' front man, Mike Edwards, has been begging the Lord's forgiveness continually since 1991, when his career went into the shitter after only one hit. Please let me have a hit again. Hey. I changed the name of the band to Jesus is the best. Wasn't that good? You forgive me now? Oh, yes, Mr. Edwards is a sad case. We've been hearing this confession every 20 minutes since 1991. Father Edmund McNick was happy to break the sacred bounds of his confessional for a hundred bucks and a soundbite on basic cable. But you know these rock stars, the way they abuse their standing in the community. That's all right, little Jimmy. You can go ahead and get dressed now. And in a rare moment of not beseeching his creator for redemption, Jesus Jones' Mike Edwards offered this analysis. Look, I know I said, right here, right now, there is no other place I'd rather be he while I was f***ing lying. <laughs> this sucks. Jesus Jones. They probably should have d***ed around with Buddha or something instead. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at children. Jesus Christ. Tonight. On inside the behind. Eleven sixteen. I got a major announcement to make. I'm suing George for letting me eat those burgers this morning. Man, they made me sick as hell. Man, I feel like death boiled over. No wonder nobody wants to talk to me. I wouldn't either. 
They don't even know how I, I mean, they just can't, maybe it's going through the radio, you know, they can smell it. Oh, I blame it on Carlos. He's the one that brought him in here. Right, nuke didn't for he? you. Stuck him in the nuke, should have stuck his head in there too. Right. Maybe would have melted that damn stupid ring in his Cut them eyebrow. Cut little pieces for you, that... bite-sized morsels. Mm. Oh, God. Man, oh, man. At uh, Wayne Arnold, they got the Neely Burger, and uh, little uh, Crazy John's got the Mealy Burger. You mealy mouth. Yeah, so I'm going to sue somebody for doing that to me. In fact, I'm going to sue Petey Lenny for bringing those in in the first place. I'm sure that when they come hot off the grill, that it's a real thrill. You know what I'm saying? But once they've been, like, warm, boiled over like that, old, warmed over stuff, like Casanova's material, all old, warmed over stuff. Anyway, Miguel says he's delighted to be able to help you out with the uh, number for the uh, CD refund. His direct line is... No, don't do that to him. He's not a bad guy. He just, uh, you know... He's, he's worn out from that new mattress. He's getting a lot of activity on there. Okay, you're just jealous. And me too. Here's the toll-free number, 1-877-347-4782. Or go to their website, all the Miguel... Uh, I mean, what's his name? Same difference. Carlos says that the uh, print on there is so tiny. Is it really? Oh, man. I could punch it up on here, but why bother? www.musiccd... Uh, sorry, musiccdsettlement.com. musiccdsettlement.com. Or call toll-free 1-877-347-4782. 347-4782 for a form to fill out, and you can lie a lot. Hello, let's face it. I mean, how many people out there between 1995 and 2000 didn't buy at least just one? That's all you have to have done is buy one or claim you have. And if you've got a family of 10, there you go. That sounds like 50 to 200 bucks. It's better than your tax rebate, unless you're a multimillionaire. Here's... I beg your pardon? I submitted my claim. Did you already? Yeah. Well, I thought you said it was too small to read. I didn't say it was too small to read. I said <laughs> oh, yeah. it was so small, I knew it, it was difficult to I read. knew it. If there's a, cha- a Chinaman's chance in hell, and there's any uh, opportunity of you getting 5 to 20 bucks, just think of all the weed that'll buy. About enough to fill a thimble. Anyway, in reference to your program last Monday, because they, well, they, they're they just not done with us. We thought they were done. See? We apologize for that profusely. Wait, now, will you stop looking? Just bring it in here, Miguel. Stop looking at it. <laughs> I can't help it. Mr. Radio Programming Expert. You can't help what? Looking at it. Yeah, I'll bet. Well, this still ain't very impressive. I mean, uh, you know, so was a crab. It was a marginal book. Let's see, ten to one. Is it like? Uh, just a moment, please, folks. Whistle a tune or something. Whistle a happy tune. Men twenty-five fifty-five. No, not too good. Not too impressive. I think Fight Boys. Right, we've lost all our young men out there. No wonder we're sitting here talking to ourselves. The young men have all. Once I was out here reading all that crap for seven months, they all abandoned the show. Even though the three of you all lied and said you love the bedtime story. That's I why I kept doing stories. it. If you would have said, no, Neil, this really sucks and you're going to lose all the young men in the audience, I'd have said, okay, let's never do that again. So you sabotaged the show. Probably Mo paid him off. So here's a fax that says, in reference to your program last Monday, you asked a question concerning the owners of the Cock and Bull restaurants. I tried to call on Tuesday, but after being on hold for an hour and 40 minutes, my next, uh, my next class was starting. I teach high school. I had to hang up. The owner was Saul Tasker. Absolutely correct. I remember that now. And the son who helped him was Danny. Danny ran the one in the joint in Hialeah. I grew up with him in Normandy Isle on the beach. Also, I had a list of more places for it that are no longer here since I've been here since 1947. So maybe we'll have to ask Mr. Kaplan to help us out. Or Jay, whatever his name is. Jay Kaplan. You think? Since the audience obviously has got thousands and thousands more, and the only thing that the callers are any good for is like contributing to a list. A list, not opinions, not ideas, not thoughts, not critiques, not anything, but a list. That's what we've degenerated to on talk radio in South Florida. Don't blame me for it. That's the audience out there. That's their material, okay? 
Every day you sit down here and the audience says, Where's the list? That's it. That's their repertoire. Repertoire. Five, six, seven, oh, so let's go back to that. Let's just Schmidt can. I got all my tabloid stuff here. Bill Clinton and sex therapy. Martha Stewart's monster movie. Dr. Phil stressed out staffers are in therapy because of him. They're all running around going, Kelly Ripa stabs Regis in the back. Some heavy-duty, importante stuff here, but ah, they don't want that. They want to continue with that list, which you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking there isn't at least more than three uh, years and ten months of that left, minus vacations. Do you think? I still think I had a great idea. Just go out and get the old yellow pages, and we'll mention, and, and then we'll like, uh, do a search to see if they're still in business or not. Just on the first page, we can kill a month, don't you think? At least. Just on the aardvark and AAA limos, things like that. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I want to contribute. You left off General Wesley Clark from your list. What's he running for? President. Well, he's considering it. He's a Democrat? Yes, sir. Oh, that's right. He is. Well, he's small potatoes. Well, he's exploring it. He's the He was the NATO commander no during chance. the Kosovo War. No chance. Well, if you want, we'll put it. Will it make you feel better if we put him on? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You got it. General Wesley Clark put him on. I did see him. Uh, they were asking him on the talking at night this weekend, the previous weekend. They were going, but but and he said, "Yeah, he's exploring it." You're right. Thank you, sir. See, there's a thoughtful uh, person, huh? Most of these people don't know uh, General Wesley Clark from Clark Kent, from Wendell Clark. You know Wendell Clark, don't you? Who? Number seventeen, Maple Leafs. Let's talk about some hockey. What do you say? Oh! Let's do a hockey show. I'll call. Let's River. get Rimmer and Geldy in here. And Denise Potvin, what do you say? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Now you know that next call is not going to be legit. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Booga, booga. See what I'm saying? Why, why do you do that to yourself? I don't really care, but you get so you take it so personal. No, I don't. You get so yes. You, does he take it personal or not? Just just while I'm playing the bit there, you're sitting in there like hyperventilating, like little Miss uh, Miss uh, Muffet. No, the, what like somebody stole her words. What, what good is it bitching at me just about what relax, you do? Relax, relax, somebody. Don't you're trying to rationalize the irrational, okay? You're trying to make uh, matzo balls out of uh, stone. You're trying to skate on cement. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I. I got tons of material for you. No, go right ahead. <laughs> um, did I hear you mention that you sometimes make the mistake of watching that Imus show on uh, MSNBC in the morning? I have. I mean, not in a long time I haven't done it, but once in a while. You didn't catch any of it this morning? No. Uh, the little girl reporter that they keep in the room reported this morning that Jeff Stryker had come out with a new country and western album. I wonder <laughs> if anybody had mentioned it. No. It's for real, apparently, and... It, you need to research it because she claimed that one of the hits was Pop Me in the Pooper or something, it's, it's something poop, like poop that. Poop Me in the Popper, yeah. <laughs> poop Me with Your Poppers. But anyway, it's funny well, how... He, he, what is he now, about 92, Jeff Stryker? I don't know. He was real popular about 80 years ago. Get George to try searching for this download. We, we might need to hear that song today. Don't okay, we'll work on it. It's might, it might not be bad, yeah. Don't go Sounds anywhere, like it's right I... up George's alley. Go ahead, don't get nervous. My finger's not anywhere near it. Listen, funny how Imus just can't see his way past ridiculing Clinton uh, day after day after day, but you ever hear him say a word about President Bobo? I, I don't know because I don't listen to him. I don't watch him anymore. You know, watching a dead man in a chair doesn't really get me started early in the morning. But here's something for us all to ponder. Okay? Yes, sir. Remember the golfer Payne Stewart? Yeah. Now, that jet took off. Remember what happened there? Yeah. 
and uh, the plane was 12. flying around in circles. Well, no, it was flying on autopilot. I, I know it was. I know what you're saying, yeah. And across the center of the country, they found that uh, an F-16 was right next to it within 12 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Now, how come President How come we couldn't Bush... do that in New York? Uh, I <laughs> got it. Got you. Okay. I just want Peter Alice to know that that all of those American governments on the water company, we are Chinese, too. Thank you very much. Thank you, Payne. Here's that number again if you want to get your refund. 305. No, just a joke. 5670567, that's our number. 5670560, what did I say? And pound 560 on the AT&T line. I'm going to start giving out bogus numbers. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. All right, I got a, I got a story for you. I don't know if you're... Are you familiar with Miami Police Department policies? Am I familiar with Miami Police Department policies? What, what yeah. does that mean? Okay, well... Here's an example. I was uh, I went to a club for the first time down in Miami Beach, uh-huh. and I was walking up to the club, and I saw the bouncers bringing out this Spanish guy, clean-cut looking guy, and uh, they're kind of roughing him up a little bit. And then they gave him to the police, and he like put picked his hands up to say, "We know what was I doing?" And then the cops pulled out their sticks and they started hitting him. And uh, I, I thought you said I thought you said Miami Police Department. This is Miami Beach. My, Miami Police Department. Miami Police. It was uh, at, it was down by the uh, American Airlines Arena. Oh, okay. Well, that's not Miami Beach. Okay, so uh, I see the cops hitting this guy, and then they get him to the ground, and his arms are on the ground, and they, the one cop's still hitting him. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I say to my friend, I said it kind of loud. I'm like, that's police brutality. That's police brutality, and he's yeah. not even black. Right? And then the cop's like, he's like, you shut up. You shut your mouth. And the bouncers are like, oh, you're not getting in here today. So I'm like, you know, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry, you know, I've never been here before. They're like, that guy hit a girl in the club. You know, regardless, you don't bring the guy out and beat him. So I went to my buddy in line, and I'm like, uh, let me get the keys. You know, what do you want me to do? He's like, just stay here. We'll get you in. Is there like a point or an end to this story? I mean, yeah, a conclusion? there is. Okay. So I, I follow him up the line. The cops never told me to leave or anything. And then I turn around, and the two cops were up on me. These, uh, okay, well, listen, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Castaways line. isn't closed. I beg your pardon? Castaways isn't closed. Would you, well, why do you say it with such hostility and hysteria? Because? It's only one of 75,000 that we have to account for. Well, remember that because they were a sponsor. And during that whole day, there were lots oh, of businesses. Oh, you're talking about that, Castaways. Castaways. I thought you were talking about the hotel that they tore down about 20 years ago. Lots of businesses were being called up, people saying that they're closed, and then two minutes later, somebody would call and say, no, they're not closed. But look at all the free publicity they're getting, though. Right. Castaways isn't closed. They're in Davie. Yeah. And they're great, but they're not closed. They're just not on our show anymore. Not right at the moment. Who's, who's account is that? Back. Whose account is that? Adams, I think. Oh, Adam. Well, he's a good guy. He might uh, follow up on that. He might. 27 after 11 at 560 WQAM. You know, recently we had a delicious lunch in here. What day was that? Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday, we had a great lunch from Flores. Flores is still around. Hey, you don't have to check the list to, uh, to see who's being naughty and nice about Flores. I think Flores is one of the last standing businesses there in that part of the neck of the woods right off 79th and Biscayne. And the reason that they're still around is because they built up a tremendous clientele over the years because of consistency. Even though they've got some different people there now, they brought back the same great quality that made them famous in the first place. Every single item that comes out of Flores Kitchen is made fresh to order just the way you love it. From the homemade dough for the pizza and the garlic rolls to the fabulous sauces made fresh and never, ever, God forbid, that's never, ever oh, God. forbid from a can. 
Great pasta specials every night. The pizza specials are ridiculous. Eleven ninety nine for a large cheese pizza with half a dozen garlic rolls and a liter of soda. Thirteen ninety nine gives you a large cheese pie, a liter of soda, and six chicken wings. Be sure and try that homemade meat lasagna. It is oozing. Let me say it again, just oozing with melted cheese. Oh my God, do we love oozing melted cheese? So many different things you can do with it and places you can stick it. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and parties, and they do great catering at Flores, too. You can call them at 305-758-5351, and uh, you can eat right there if you like. That's 79th Street, just two blocks east of Biscayne Boulevard, in the same location that's made him famous for the last 400 years. Come see why the Herald even called Flores one of the great Italian restaurants in town. Be sure and tell them that Neil sent you by when you go in or call him, and they deliver to Quayside, Cricket Club, Jockey Club, Miami Shores, as far south on Biscayne as to 34th Street, north to 135th, west to northwest 12th, east to Collins, 71st Street, and then they'll also give you P.D. Lenny's home phone number, his cell phone, and home address as well. Call Flores tonight and tell him that old Neil and Petey Lenny sent you by. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. <laughs> Hi, it's Pee Wee Herman. Take it from me. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. <laughs> The Chicago Police Department have uncovered more videos of R. Kelly and underage girls. These tapes, soon to become classics, can be yours when you order the R. Kelly I'm Having Sex with a 13-Year-Old Video Collection. This box set comes with such memorable moments as... Oh, yes! Yes! And who can forget this classic moment? Oh, my God! Do you remember this one? Of course you do. It's from the hit movie When Harry Met Sally. That was fake. The R. Kelly I'm Having Sex with a 13-Year-Old is all real and all R. Kelly. So get your order in today. R. Kelly tapes also available on DVD. Oh, yes! Okay, did we put, uh, what's his name on there? The General? No. I guess Eric isn't listening to the show right now. He's busy. 5670560. Well, I lied. Okay, we're not going to put him on it. I beg your pardon? Texas. Oh, that's good. Uh, here's a fax that said, I, I love these chronics. See, sometimes I save these. And one minute they'll send us a fax, suck it around, and, yuck, yuck, and then they'll send us another hostile fax because they want attention. They're desperate for attention. The faxes, if you think the callers are sick, trust me when I tell you, the faxes are a thousand times sicker. And you know what really bugs them? Is the fact that they really have to get in their hostility and hysteria today and these next uh, few weeks because they realize that when I'm out here and you're sending me the stuff in Toronto, you don't send me those. Oh, all the bull crap. So it uh, really yeah. disturbs them greatly. So now they're seizing the opportunity. Oh, yeah, we're going to get him. You know, we're going to extend a hand of uh, anger through the fax machine. Tomorrow's payday, by the way. Here's a fax that says, Neil, just a thought. How about adding Al Gore? I know he's not running at this time. No. That's why he's not on a poll. He's not running. But I'm fairly certain he'd receive the majority of the votes. How about a little grassroots polling? No, thank you. We don't want Al Gore to be running, okay? We don't want to put a cigar store statue up there to be running for president. Bob Graham's in the lead, by the way, of those who are getting votes. Not even close. 63. Kerry's got 39. And then we got the Bush factor. 46 people. 15% say they'll vote for Bush regardless of who's running against him. If Jesus comes back in sandals and runs, they'll still vote for Bush. And don't care. They all suck is in first place by a pretty good margin. 82. 82 people are oblivious. And, of course, a lot of those people are wondering if we'll all still be alive in 2004. Based on what's going on now, with the goose steppers in charge, Here's a fact that says one place that wasn't mentioned was Planet Ocean on Key Biscayne near the Seaquarium. George's eyelids are getting very, very heavy. If anybody would like to hypnotize George, now's the time. His eyelids each weigh 722 pounds. They're drooping down to where his lip used to be. Yes? We had that on there, obviously. Obviously, we did have that on there. 
Here's another idiotic fact that says, isn't it enough that Gildy gets it bad in the Mobits? No. No, it is not. How about laying off a little? So what if he wants Jig's job? Well, we don't want him to have Jig's job. He didn't hire Mo, and now he has to work with him. Isn't that punishment enough? No, not at all. Not for the intemperate, aberrant behavior we've seen out of Gildy these past 10 or 11 months. And it also says, question mark, Clark Gillies in the Hall of Fame. What, what does that mean? Well, do you care about Clark Gillies? Who? Do you care about uh, Bob Nystrom? Who? And that guy who sits in front of me, by the way, cut the crap. And if you pull the same annex in the Leafs game a week from next Wednesday, I'm going to tell you right now, I'll have you and a blonde bitch both put together in the same cell. I'll let her drive you nuts for about three and a half hours while we try to enjoy a game, if they have ice down by then. See, that was the mistake I made. I just mentioned in passing a few of my frustrations with what goes on in the name of entertainment at the Macarena and right away. Oh, he's talking about that hockey crap again. That That is the ultimate. You might as well just shut the transmitter off in this town. Rimmer. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Clark Gillies, my ass. George don't know him from Dobie Gillies. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Pembroke Pines. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I think it's great you do your show from different locations. I happen to re be reading the Miami Herald this morning, and there you are listed at 9 o'clock. But I found someone to beat you out. They got Mike Ranieri listed. That mm. must be one hell of a remote. Yeah. From the other side. <laughs> the other side. Like I told you, the Herald sucks. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot, Thanks Neil. for the good news. Bye-bye. Well, I guess better late than never, you know, a little recognition, even after the fact. Crossing over with Mike Ranieri. Right, better than that Jonathan Edwards guy. By the way, did John Edwards in our poll as the senator from North Carolina, not Jonathan Edwards? I, I just mentioned that because some of our people are a little bit moving less slow. 5670560, oh, pound 560. I think we're having a hell of a show today in spite of some of these idiotic faxes from some of these malcontents out there, some of these idiots. Just want to spew and spew and spew and spew because it's an angry, a nasty, a mean-spirited, hostile freaking place is what Blah. it is. That's right. You got it. Zzz. But it's more like, Blah. like that. Not like whatever the hell you did. That was just, that was like Little League. That was Little League. They want to extend the testicles of their anger and frustration and hostility to all. And let me say it again. That guy that sits in front of me, shut up. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, sir. Great show. First-time listener. Hey, uh... First-time listener? Yep. Just moved down here. From where? Michigan. Oh, don't unpack. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> it here, sad. man. This ain't no Michigan. Hey, it's going to be cold as hell. This today. ain't no Sturgis, Michigan, or Kalamazoo, or Marshall, or Albion, Michigan, I'll tell you that. Uh, right. This no, ain't no East Lansing, or Grand Rapids, or <laughs> Flushing, Michigan, or Saginaw, or Bay City. Through that. Go ahead. Hey, hey uh, uh, I'm sick and tired of these anti-Americans protesting, uh... The United States. Like I said, go back to Michigan. Five, six, seven, the anti-Americans. In other words, people that have a freedom of expression, they're anti-Americans. we got enough of your kind down here already, sir, okay? I'll see you there in, uh, what's that redneck place in Detroit I'm always talking about, I can't think of, where the trailer trash are? Sorry. Uh, I'll think of it. Taylor. I'll see you in Taylor, oh. Michigan, outside of Detroit, where all the, uh, all the big, fat, old mamas have the big uh, jar of Vaseline, the economy size on the top of the uh, TV set. Yeah. Well, just in case of emergencies, oh, I guess. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and for you had you had to have been there, you had to visit Taylor, Michigan once. Hopefully, real quick. We got Taylor Parks here. Here's Miami. Hello, Miami. Going once, going twice. Miami's dead. Here's Miami again. Hello. Goddamn Klansman from Michigan. 
And yeah. Just despite them. Play the uh, Condoleezza Rice song for us, Neil. Here's uh, Pompano. Hello. WQAM560 Radio Deportes con Neil Rogers. Which is gracias. One of your people. One of your one-dimensional people. Hey, that's a liner. That was good. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Maybe he listens to that show that they had another big article in the Sun Sentinel about yesterday where they did the crank call to a Venezuela to Chavez. That they had another forty five pages about in the paper. See, there is no English language radio anymore in South Florida. It's all uh like whatever he just said. Because that's all they write about. And Tom Jick is still out there in Hollywood writing puff pieces about network shows that most of us don't care about and certainly don't watch. But keep in mind, I'm out of touch. And quite frankly, the more I think about it now, I'm delighted all that period of time when I am out of touch. I'm ecstatic. 20 till noon at 560 WQM. If your hair is out of touch with your scalp, there's probably a good reason. It's that big, big bald spot that strikes most men. Some guys starting in their 20s or even before start uh, losing it. Even the lovely Tom Brady, have you noticed that? He's developing a bald spot. You never saw that? Yeah, like right, right back where it starts, and then all of a sudden starts spreading and spreading. Like Greg Reed, man, I wouldn't be surprised by the, by the end of this uh, month. Not a hair left in that head. Well, he's under a lot of stress. Anyway, Charles Alfieri has been doing it for over 25 years, working with the famous and not-so-famous, giving them a real natural-looking head of hair with his natural hairline system. He uses the latest technology, and Charlie produces unbelievable results, and that's what they'll do. They'll show you how much better and younger they can make you look when you go in there. There's a free consultation, no obligation. So if you want to walk around with holes in your head, if you want to take dangerous pills, not get any results anyway, if you want to walk around with some silly, grotesque, dead muskrat on your head, be our guest. But if you want to look really sensational, like a real mensch, call the Charles Alfieri Studios, because like I tell you, it gives you a 30-day guarantee. you got nothing to lose but that exciting, disgusting, grotesque bald spot. Call 1-800-321-2413. Be sure to mention that Neil Rogers told you to call because I'm not an extra 200 bucks off the regular price just for mentioning my name. 1-800-321-2413. And get your hair back from Chuck Alfieri. You can check him out on the web if you like. CharlesAlfieri.com. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Lollipop, little boy. It's been a year in the making. Now, now, they're, they're back. back. Kicking off their world, world tour with their latest CD, The Backseat Boys. The Backseat Boys, featuring their new hit single, Are We There Yet? Dad, are we there yet? The bathroom song. Oh, can we pull over? I gotta go to the bathroom. Bobby's hitting me. Aw. Bobby won't stop hitting me. He's not. He did too. You're such an idiot. Also featuring Turn Around. No, stop it. I'm telling you kids, right now, if you don't stop, I'm going to turn this car around and we're going back home. No. And feeling, feeling bad. I think I'm going to be sick. The Backseat Boys. So what all record stores now? 12, uh, 11, did I say 1245? Not, uh, not that we're in a big rush. 11.45 at 5.60 WQM. The Mad Dog at 1, Hank at 3 from San Diego in the side of the Super Bowl. Go Bucks, baby. Not that I really give a crap, but you got to root for somebody. Florida team. Never won a stupid bowl. Don't like Al Davis too much, to say the least. Here's one from UCF Kenny. He says he's dysfunctional. I believe him because he says in the 80s in Hollywood Beach, Miami Ice. I thought we were done with that. Somebody is definitely either toasting marshmallows or we got a forest fire in the kitchen. You don't smell that? Or maybe Fat yeah, Boy yeah. had another like <clears throat> problem. That would be a grease fire. I see. Now, here's the facts of the day, in spite of what Greg thought, because his facts was very lame today. Oh, let's do Laura and Ken, a lady in Kendall, whatever her name is. She probably wants to talk about Pudge. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Yes, this is Kendall. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Is Hi. this a famous Neil Rogers who used to be at the Shapely in Chicago? No. No? 
I've never heard of the Shapery in Chicago. Ooh, I wish we had one here. If I had a ten million dollars, I would start one. Let, let me ask you something. Do you always drink before lunchtime, or is it just today the <laughs> Never. I never have anything. Okay. But anyway, yeah, we need a shapery here. We had all the famous people come there. Well, what, are you, man, what are you talking about? Um, what are you talking about? Are you listening to this program? Absolutely. Well, what does the shapery in Chicago have to do with the price of peanuts at the uh, Macarena? I don't know, but I just wanted to know if you were the famous. No. When she called in the beginning, I wasn't, and you know what? I'm still not. So here's the fact. Oh, you know what? I think I might be, though. Here's Tim Potts. I know what he is. He's he's an asshole. Yeah. His facts today. Neil, I usually agree with most of the things you say. However, wait, wait. I want you to listen to this carefully. I'm listening. However, I think there's a big difference in the tobacco lawsuit and the McDonald's lawsuit. People have to eat to survive, so they need to be responsible about what they eat and not blame companies who make food that is not so healthy. People need to smoke to survive, but choose to do so on their own. I would say that they need to be responsible for what they smoke and not blame tobacco companies. The problem is that the tobacco companies add extra nicotine to their cigarettes so that people have a harder time quitting, thus helping them smoke their lives away and get all those dreaded diseases. If they didn't add nicotine to their products, I'd say screw the smokers, but they do without warning you so that you may not be able to quit because they've added nicotine so you won't be able to quit once you start smoking. Unlike the food places like McDonald's and the other fast food joints or any of the food manufacturers who put the hidden sugar like in the ketchup. Is cola naturally caffeinated? Oh, yeah, and put all the caffeine in there to hook you on a caffeine so you're drinking soda by the gallon like George is right now, swilling it down in lieu of smoking a good number. How do you like that? That's right. Tim, yeah, I always knew you'd have word like uh, life challenged. His logic is backwards. Because you have to eat to live, therefore... It, it makes it even worse. Right. Nobody has to start smoking. They do so of their own free volition. Nobody holds a gun to your head and says, hey, smoke this and try it. You'll like it. But you don't have a choice. You and have also, to eat. there is no food product that I know anywhere that on the label says, if you eat enough of this, it's going to kill you. Or make you fat. Right. Or make you fat. Well, eventually kill you with all kinds of grotesque diseases and rot right. out your teeth and they'll all fall out and make you dentist rich, et cetera, and so on. Even a sack of sugar. Doesn't a sack of much, sugar. Much, now we're talking. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> God, this show can be over before we can say goodbye. <laughs> your life would be and over. And believe me, today would be a good day. See, this is another one of those days where I feel on this end, this has been a dynamite show on this end. I mean, just spectacular. Yeah, those first two hours were really were something. fantastic. Just an unleashing of a lot of crap that needed to be done. And the audience, yeah, yeah. There is no way to please South Florida. This is an impossible place. How the hell have I survived 27 years in this place, huh? It's a freaking miracle. There's no way to please them. Now, we want to go back to what you were doing days ago. We want more places on it. No. I mean, hey, look, we don't have to take any calls ever again. I think I've proven that. We went out reading bedtime stories. But if that's the best, the audience... Now, listen, why don't we go back to that, though? They liked it a lot. No, but I mean, that's all they can do is lists. Lists. I, I know. That is, that's not a call. That's not an opinion. It's not an idea. It's not a thought. It's not a brain fart. It's not anything. Or if they bitch about lists. Yeah, and then they call that, well, that's really boring. You're boring us today. When is this going to end already? <sighs> Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Hi, sir. Rodriguez. Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Don't I, be I, sorry. Uh, Don't be okay. Sorry. Uh, first thing I wanted to bring your attention, uh, the Spanish group is the fastest growing group in America, which is probably why all of the uh, radio stations are programming towards them. They've already passed blacks in the growth minority category. Yeah, we, uh, we saw that on the news two days ago, sir. That's not like a major bulletin. You're saying it rather breathlessly like, you know. Oh, uh, well, I, I just that. learned it yesterday. I'm sorry I'm a day behind you. You are. Okay. 
the other thing I wanted to ask but, but you, let me, is, let me ask okay. you this. If the Hungarians okay. were the fastest growing ethnic group in America, would we have like 55 Hungarian stations in this market? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Perhaps. That's, that's true. It's just it is what it is. I don't have any control over it either. Neither do I, I know. Um, I also wanted to ask you, realizing that uh, most of the time the more liberal Democrats don't have a chance of getting elected as mm -hmm. president. Uh, isn't that, isn't that sad? I'm sorry? I said, isn't that sad? Yeah, right. Um, the yes, one thing I is. wanted to ask you about that was, where does Chris Dodd tend to lean, and what specifically do you like about his platform? Because he's a like, Kennedy-like uh, liberal from New England. That's what I like. I also like John Kerry, very similar. Gotcha. But realistically, I guess they don't stand a chance. I wouldn't say John Kerry doesn't stand a chance. He's a war hero. I mean, Chris Dodd is less known and probably would stand less of a chance. I think John Kerry's got a shot. But you don't think, like, the Rushbow types and all of those will just gun those kinds of people down? The, 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 what, the what types? You know, those the, the, the heavyset guy who's on uh, 12 o'clock radio. Salmon Rusty? Oh, yeah. Lardass Limbaugh. Fat-ass Limbaugh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, don't think he, I don't think he determines the election. I don't think that most sane people listen to Fat-Ass Limbaugh. I think the ditto heads, the people who want to hear the same crap repeated every day, those are the people who, and they're always going to vote Republican anyway. Yeah, that's true. They that just is want true. to be reassured. Okay. Fair enough. There you go. He just wants to be reassured. Pat him on the head and give him a quarter and give him the number for the <laughs> CD refund. Five six seven oh five sixty. We have a lot of response already. on that off the year. I'm going to go check my mail. Miguel had, Miguel had a lot more calls than we're getting, I'll tell you that. About well, 40,000. That's always the case. Yeah. Oh, where do we get our money back? And by the way, if, you, if you're a classical music person, you're not getting any money back. Because we know you didn't buy any CDs because you're cheap. And all you want to do is bellyache about, yeah, my free music on the radio is gone. The people who are cut above all the rest of us slobs. Well, I got heartburn, man. You wouldn't believe it. Heartburn that hasn't been invented yet. And when you got GERD and IBS, all of these things. I got I, something for you. You know something? The sugar, I reacted better. The chocolate lace. So tomorrow we're eating chocolate lace, all of us, even uh, Carlos. See, I can't even think of his name because of those burgers. Oh, oh, my God. I warned you. I said, don't let him bring those in here. And you just sat there like some kind of a little quizzling. You knew what was going to happen. Uh, always. Every time. This is this is one of the evils. about. I, I sure hope it warms up up north soon. It doesn't look like it, but please, pretty please, soon. Because the longer that I'm here, the greater challenge it is to my survival. Here's a call on the alley. Hello. Boy, it is. Trying to follow that woman from the Shapery and the guy from Michigan is tough. Yeah. Give, give it a shot. It has to be better. I'll try. Uh, you know, in, in your poll, I really think the only Democrat that really has a chance because of the conservative nature of America is Bob Graham. Here's a guy who has executive experience as, right. a, as a governor. He, he, the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee, he's the only guy much smarter than that schmuck Bush that says, hey, go after the terrorists and al-Qaeda and don't worry about Saddam right now. Right. Uh, he, he'd carry Florida. And maybe if he picked a guy like John Edwards or somebody as a running mate, they'd have a Chinaman's chance in hell to beat the Bushmeister. I think you got it. Thank you. I'm all for it. Thank you. I'm all for Governor Bobby. Okay, BD uh, Governor Bob. He's a good old boy. No, no, seriously. I, I think that, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, <laughs> as governor, I think he was okay. Certainly better than what we got now. Oh, oh my God. Light years ahead of this uh, goose stepper that we got now. See, this is what just amazes me is what what is with you people? What is with you people? The headline on the front page this morning says, uh, well, uh, that, that 
class size amendment is going to like bust the budget and we just can't afford it. This is the same governor that when he ran for re-election this last time said he's got a devious plan to subvert the will of the electorate. And even if they do pass it, which they did, he's going to find a way to get around it. And the public rewards him with an overwhelming landslide victory because they start a bunch of this crap about how Bill McBride's going to have like a state income tax, which is prohibited by law anyway, and you have to have a state constitutional amendment to, to allow it. I mean, you can't complain about the intelligence of the Florida electorate because there basically isn't any. It is, there isn't any. This, this is sad. Tragic. Well, Chris Dodd, I mean, and, and I'll see, you know, the right wing has done a great job of making the word liberal a dirty word. I can remember when I was a young person about a hundred years ago, liberal was something you were proud of. Franklin Roosevelt, Harry Truman, liberal was like something to be proud of. John Kennedy. But since uh, the Reagan days in these last uh, 20 years plus now, they've made liberal a really dirty word. Kami, pinko, you know, they've gone way beyond what Joe McCarthy was able to do. Bleeding heart. Bleeding heart, kami, pinko, fag liberal. There you go, all the adjectives. And the fact that somebody as astute as you pretend to be didn't even know who Chris Dodd was. Who? Exactly. You better get up to Connecticut, mister. Okay, Let's I'll be right back. Start connecting the dots. Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's the 12 to 1 hour, yeah, at least for today. This is former Vice President Al Gore. You may have noticed I've picked up the tempo somewhat. My cadence is punchier and more upbeat. The timbre in my voice, more positive and confident. This being radio, you can't see the swagger in my walk, but trust me, it's there. By now, you've certainly heard I will not be running for president in 2004. Let me tell you why. I'm not on drugs, and I don't have a drinking problem, although I still like a good belt of bourbon more than occasionally. Now, friends, since my appearance on Saturday Night Live, I've decided to take another direction in life. I never realized I was so damn funny. For the first time in my life, people are actually laughing with me and not at me. So, I'm going to become a stand-up comedian. I've already been booked at the Ha Ha Cellar in Newport Ritchie, Florida, and Yucks in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Initially, I'll be performing with other funny men. I'm on the bill with Jeff Foxworthy, Sinbad, Elaine Boozler, and Judy Tanuna, who plays the Squeezebox. I've repainted the old Gore Lieberman tour bus with smiley faces and the masks of comedy and tragedy. Who knew I was so damn funny? I've also taken to having sex publicly with Tipper. <laughs> Good times. See you on the road. The road of laughter. <laughs> Trouble 1 at 560 WQM. He's a real hoot, ain't he? When he says the squeeze box, I just about fall out of the chair. I just love that. In fact, it got rid of my heartburn for me. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Mad Dog coming up at 1 o'clock. Paul Castro, we just got the announcement, will not be working here under any circumstances. Here is the question today on our poll, neilrogers.com. Please read the stories on there. There's a lot of good bedtime stories today, including several that people were faxing me long after we had them on there. That just drives me up the wall. And Carlos don't like that either. Who would you prefer to be Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? It's never too early to ask, especially since we're on the verge of World War III. Uh, don't care. They all suck. 94. We got 364 votes, which ain't bad considering we didn't do the first hour. It was a long time. It was my fault because I was rambling on. Do I want to apologize for no, that? No, it was no, great. It was great. And if Todd Direct don't like it, <laughs> to you, okay? We took a pull in the building. They all hate you, Todd. And they said that those shirts went out with goddamn Lincoln's haircut. 
They don't care. They all suck. 94. Bob Graham, 83. BDI Bob. That last guy was onto something. Bob Graham and John Edwards. Although they're both Southerners. Bob Graham and Chris Dodd. Or Kerry. I don't think John Kerry wants the number two spot. No, no, no. Kerry and Graham. Oh, I don't think Bob Graham wants the number oh, two no. spot. Oh, no. Bob Graham has been mentioned as the number two man for... Now, he, he, if he's going for it, he wants the top spot. Right. You got it? I got it. In fact, he went out and got a Dalmatian. Name is Skippy. But at any rate, let's see. Uh, don't care. I'll vote for Bush regardless. 57, that's 15.3%. Hard asses. Oh, they're all gone now anyway. Da -da 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 -da. See, what we ought to do every day at noon, after we play that noon to one hour thing, we ought to play La -da 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 -da, like that. And then they'll be confused and they'll stay right here. They'll think that it's, uh... You've got hemorrhoids. Burning. Festering. It's the wrong I know, it's because it's not in here. Is it? Sure it is. Preparation rush? No, it's not. It's not one of the discs. It's not in there. I'll bet you about $50,000 right now against 14-cent Canadian. Not in there, is it? You owe me 14-cent Canadian, okay. Mr. A. Let's see. Uh, John Kerry, 47. John Edwards, 25. Jonathan Edwards probably do well. Al Sharpton, 20. <laughs> Howard Dean, 14. I don't think that's real. Jew Lieberman, 10. He is real. Dick Gebhardt, 8. Gary Hart, 7. Chris Dodd, 2. And General Wesley Kirk, I got 1, which is the guy that... Well, we just put it on there. We apologize to that guy. He did say, and I saw the same show he saw. We saw, you saw. Where he said, yeah, I'm uh, forming an explore, exploratory committee. I think it had something to do with a colonoscopy, but he's forming an exploratory committee. They're looking into it. General, he's, he's a good guy. You ever see him? You know which one he no. is? Well, there's so many of these retired generals on there now, you know, as we're beating the drums of war. And did you see the poll in the Washington Post the other day? Uh, more and more, the American public are saying, not so fast, W. Maybe you're getting impatient, but what's the big hurry, okay? What's the big hurry? See, I think what we want to do is hook the hose up to the oil fields before Saddam lights them all on fire. Because if he does the same thing he did in Kuwait, which is what he's threatening to do now, it would be kind of a waste to expend all these lives and jeopardize the security of 270 million American people just so that we can go over there for Chevron and all the other oil companies and hook up the hose. It would be a massive, useless hose job. And believe me, Saddam will do that. Make no mistake about that. No. Plus, you do understand Plus. that even when it's like, uh, how many years ago is that? Like 100 years, 12 years ago. Right. In spite of that, the uh, pollution is still in the, it's still out the gone. Yes. Not to mention the oil that he dumped into the Gulf. Right. The chance that he still not gone. It. Right. So you're talking about not only in terms of a political catastrophe, you're talking about in terms of an ec well, of course, when it comes to the ecology, these people are like the environment. Right. That's a liberal uh, myth. Uh, that's right. We want to make it uh, not mandatory. We want to make it voluntary. Tommy liberal propaganda. In other words, all of our friends in big business, they won't pollute any more than they feel like it on a given day. As a matter of fact, they'll uh, set their own standards. There's no such thing as the environment. In fact, they'll come and pee in your uh, lawn if you want. There is no environment. That's true. It's a myth. It's a commie liberal pinko myth. All that crap about There's only money. There is no global warming. There's no sunshine. The greatest thing a few months ago, and I mentioned it then, it's just amusing as hell. Now we can enjoy the fruits of all of this global warming stuff because now we don't have to have those severe winters anymore. <laughs> Guess what? Surprise. They but don't get it. You're going to get it if you don't cut it out. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Great. Listen, I ran into an old dear friend of yours <laughs> uh, who happens to be strongly for the war. I'm, um, I'm listening, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Stan Major. Yeah, he's not an old dear friend of mine at all. Oh, I, I thought I remembered way back he was. Yeah. yeah when he was up. And, and what's the point? Yeah. Well, why, why do you have the radio turned up, sir? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'll turn it down. Please do. So stand So, um, yeah, I ran into him at the Copa, and he just wanted me to say hi to you. Yeah. So, at the Copa? Uh, I just wanted to deliver that. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> at the Copa. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. Good God, it must be in the water supply, or in the air like that toasted marshmallow. I'm, I'm smelling it right now. They must be having a weenie roast. Here's a call from Naples. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you doing today? Okay, sir. Uh, actually, I, I kind of want to agree with the guy who mentioned earlier uh, that he thinks Bob Graham would be a good candidate. I kind of agree with him. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a little bit of background. I'm actually a Republican down here, but. Yeah. I like what Bob Graham did as a governor, and I, I like his track record as far as a senator. However, I do like your mention of Chris Dodd as a running mate for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you What would you picture uh, them being able to run against Bush on, uh, other than because uh, I think a lot of a lot of candidates are going to have a hard time of touching his popularity as far as with the the whole war thing. What do you think would be the critical Well, well let, me, let me say this. In other words, it's now January of 2003, the election's in November of 2004, and we're like right. getting ready to go like invading Iraq and do God only knows what else. So it's pretty hard to say right now what they're going to be running on, but have a great day. I mean, this is just, we're just scratching our heads. This is just exploratory, okay? And if I have to lay out a whole bunch of things as far as what this administration has done, well, you're not paying too much attention. Read our website. Maybe read a newspaper. Turn on CNN. Turn on MSNBC. God forbid, turn on Fox Fascist News. Well, that's not a good idea. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. By the way, the market is down. Not an awful lot again. And we're reading the economy. The mayors of the big cities in the country are, like, call, calling on D.C. and saying, we're dying over here. We're starving. we got no money. we got real tourists, baby. But have no fear because the Bushmeister's here. And once he gives the rich another round of tax cuts a la Ronnie Reagan, just wait and see the kind of recession and depression we can have. Here's Kendall. Hello. Kendall? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Uh, I got a great spy report on Hank yesterday. You know, he's always dropping names of everybody he's had lunch and dinner. And yeah. Team. Yesterday, his first guest, he's out in San Diego, was going to be Gil Brandt, the former Cowboys, uh, you know, player personnel guy. You there? I'm here. Okay. And Almost first, bated breath. The first two times, he, he introduces as my good friend Gil Brandt. The first two times Gil has an opportunity to address him by name, he calls him Dave. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, he says, I apologize for calling you Dave. His good friend, Gil Brandt, he doesn't even know his thing. Yeah, well, so what's the point? You don't like Hank? Well, no, I like Hank. Is that what I you're mean, trying not. to say, sir? Is that what you're trying to say? You don't like our close personal fat friend, Hank Yeah. Let me tell you this. When you drop that many names, sometimes you can't keep them straight. <laughs> Have a great day. Putz. Good golly, Miss Molly. Well, we got a bunch of overgrown children down here. That's what we got. Overgrown children. Immature. Cut off from reality. Cut off from the real world. Cut off from the living and breathing masses. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. What are we going to do about the Dolphins to fix them up for next year? You know, what are we going to do? We're going to fire Dave Wanstat. It's Jay Fiedler's. We're going to get Jay Fiedler a bus to a Tel Aviv. What are we going to do? We got to do something, man, because we're embarrassed, we're humiliated, we're degraded. Wasn't bad enough about that Fiesta Bowl. All of these other things. We're cursed down here. Let's face it. We're in South Florida. We're cursed down here. And we're stuck. Tuck it in and hold it.
I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my bun. Over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful. No! And I would not be ashamed. About a Ginger and Mogay union. And Mogay union. Would make me feel giddy and gay. Name the last U.S. senator elected to the presidency who didn't first become president as a result of assassination or resignation. It would seem to be probably John F. Kennedy in 1960. Okay. Am I correct? Okay. Case closed, it says. Get real. Senators don't get uh, elected presidents in this modern political era where the electorate views them as insiders and part of the problem. Signed, high school civics teacher in P. Ryan. Nonsense. Anybody ever hear of Jimmy Carter, governor from a little peanut state? Ever hear of him before he no. before they propped his ass up? How about Bubba, governor of Arkansas? Anybody ever hear of him before? No. no. So the candidates are whomever they uh, prop up there in the special interest side. This is going to be because that's what it takes is all of their money. Hi, Russ. Have a great day. I mean, nice to see you. Here's this again, which uh, they just won't give up these bastards. There, I don't, I don't mean that personally, John, because he's got his name on here. We're not calling you a bastard, John. Although, of course, we will check it out. There was a restaurant north of Oakland Park on Andrews, a block, uh, about a block called Kilbs, which had great food one hundred three years ago. Well, this seems to be the same facts that John sent me days ago, and we we're actually talking about that. Are we talking about that now? No. But thanks a lot, John, for continuing to really have a great effort. By the way, the Beast is going to be doing the updates on Mad Dog Show again today at 1 o'clock, so be sure and tune in. In case you missed it yesterday at 1, we promise that today's might be just as entertaining, the sports updates at 1. The Beast, and of course we know that he's unprofessional, but of course here in the rest of the day where we have a sense of humor, sometimes unprofessional is amusing and great. We like that, because we love the Beast. Unlike some people who, like, you know, when in doubt, they pushed him out and then said, where do you get your information? Right here on the Neil Rogers Show, where they can always tune to get the right ratings, the right information. Not a lot of bluster, as in Phineas T. Five, six, seven, oh boy, we sure got a lot of open lines on that phone, you know what? There's something with this crowd today, I don't know what it is. What? What is it? You're not doing another list. Oh, is that what it is? We could do the ugly uh, people thing, but we'll save that for another day from your friend David Jeff High's boyfriend. Here's our last call in Sunrise. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Good yes, sir. Good afternoon to you. Uh, listen, um, I, I was I was talking the paper last night. I can't I can't hear a thing that you're saying, man. You, you were reading now? the paper, yeah. 
No, I was serving a paper last night. You were serving was, a paper? In what manners? And um, I, I was the, the guy who I was serving was watching this TV program. I, I I I don't know what program he was watching, but uh, it was talking about pretty much catching the bug. It, it, that was the phrase that they kept on saying, catching the bug. And I was wondering if you heard anything about that. Casting the bug? Catching the bug. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is, um, is this that article from Rolling Stone that Mad Drudge was pumping up on his self-hating website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Catching. Catching it. And what about it? What about it? I was just mind blown that, you know, people would have sex knowing with another partner that has AIDS and the rush of and, and you really And you really believe that 25% of the people infected with HIV are going out there intentionally to get infected? You really believe that? You know, let, let, let me let me ask you this, and of course that was a story that was for people who are like either self-hating fags, like some people I know with websites, or other people who want to attack the gay community if there right. is one. When the overwhelming majority of gays are still in the closet, how do you how do you do a poll and get an accurate percentage on something like that? <laughs> you ever think about that? No, no, I, I mean, no, no, seriously. When the majority of people who are gay are buried deep in the closet, how is it possible to pull them and come up with such a number? Much less any people that would ever admit such a thing. So sick. I'm sure that there must be a handful who would do that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, in today's society, I mean, you, you, I deal with so many wackos on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I. Well, there's plenty of wackos out there, sir. And have a great day. In the early days, in the early 80s, during the Reagan era. Oh, yeah, the uh, the homosexual community, they're out there having sex with prostitutes so that they can have the prostitutes go back to their husbands and spread the uh, gay plague to the heterosexual community. Right. It's a conspiracy. Exactly. It's, it's a gay conspiracy. Agenda. It's part of that gay agenda. Just like this wacko that Bush wants to put on the um, AIDS commission. It's just, it's just part of the same right-wing thing. You know, the pendulum is turning, man. The worm is turning, he said, as he swung that big black worm back and forth. Even Edgar Allan Schmo would be proud to see that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Catch the bug. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Yeah, no, I, I, I like listening to you, but I just, it just bugs me the way you're always ripping push all the time. I mean, Sir, sir, let me say this to you, okay? You're entitled to your opinion, which I okay, totally disagree I... with. If you All don't right. like my political opinions, you can do one of two things. You can become angry about that and not listen anymore, or you can just uh, accept the fact that that's my opinion. I'm entitled to express it. Well, I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. What I'm coming from where a hell of a lot of people are coming from. Keep in mind, he lost the popular vote in the election by over that's half a not, million. That's not true. Sir, let me say it again, because you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm he lost the that... popular vote in the election. By more than a half a million votes. That's that, that's not true. Again, that has to do with the um, the, the goings on of the Democratic Party and how they manipulated things. That they're creating that uh, thought on everyone's mind. Sir, did you? Why, why would I even bother? Why? Why, why would I bother? Wasted too much time as well. Exactly. See, I, it's just it's just amazing. It's shocking to me that America has become such a bunch of ditto heads, and anybody who expresses an alternate point of view publicly, I guess it's okay behind closed doors, but if you have the balls to come out here and say it publicly that we're dealing with a bunch of right-wing fascists up there, a bunch of goose-steppers, well, I'm just appalled at the way... That's my opinion. I don't care if you like it or not. Take it or leave it. He's the best thing that's come along in a long time. Since sliced bread. That have attracted attention. Right, see? There you go. Based on what? And he's he's getting sick and tired of waiting, okay? He's tired of waiting for the UN. He's sick and tired of the damn Germans and the French. And everybody else. And we got world. everything already and geared up, and they're messing up his plans, goddammit. And they pulled the other day in the Washington Post, and of course it must be those commie pinko people in the media. 
Over 70% of the public said we ought to be damn well waiting and give the inspectors more time because it appears that at least they're starting to get their job done. There's no big rush to go jumping in there and jeopardize the safety of not just the troops over there, but all the American people in this country. But they got their own agenda, and he can't understand. And all those protesters that were out there saying what I've said times ten all over the weekend, most of which you didn't see on the network news because it's highly censored, because they pander. But if you're watching C-SPAN over the weekend, all those hundreds of thousands of people that protested all over the country, I guess I must be the only one. They were just a pigment of my imagination. I just pretended that they were there. You, sir, are tragic. And the fact that you're so politically naive that you don't even know that Al Gore won the popular election uh, by over half a million votes, even though he lost the Electoral College, this guy would know the Electoral College from Uranus. You know something? This is a sad, sad country. A once great country and now sad, uneducated, biased, right-wing bias, bigoted. You know, we were making a lot of progress for about 20 or 30 years. And then started with Reagan. And they were they were pikers compared to these guys. They were oh, yeah. small potatoes. Amateurs. I mean, you know, the seeds were planted then. And now they're all blooming. And a lot of the same cast of characters, the Rumsfelds, Dick, Dick Cheney. All of these people from the Papa Bush, from, from Reagan and the first chapter of this right-wing sickness. And now we see the, the uh, fetus huggers coming out again, and the president's pandering to the fetus huggers. The and people with a brain who are saying, you know, stem cell research could be helping a lot of people right now already. But we don't want to do that because we have to keep pandering to these right-wing, these born-again lunatics who used to be considered wackos, who used to be considered the ultra-right-wing fringe, just like we consider the American Communist Party the left-wing fringe, which generally don't even exist anymore. We used to consider these people the right-wing fringe politically. And now they've taken the Republican Party over. But why am I expressing these things? I mean, why he just doesn't get it. Why I'm so hard he, on the president. He's the best thing to come down the road since Mary Tyler Moore. Since Hebert Hoover. Right, the economy's great. Since Calvin Coolidge. Not like during those Clinton years when the economy was bad. Calvin Coolidge, Thomas E. Dewey. Tricky Dick, all those great Republican presidents and wannabes. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Just amazing. Like I've told you before, one thing we know on this show is that, and I've learned it the hard way, you'll never ever make a difference. Not doing a talk show in Miami, you'll never make a difference. All you can do is the best thing come and go like that. Do a couple of lists here and there, play a few comedy bits, scream and yell about Todd Reck as an asshole, and the audience is happy. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. I totally agree with you. I think talking politics is just wasted breath anyway. So on to more serious subjects. Have you tried the new Ben & Jerry's uh, making whoopie pie ice cream? No. Oh. It's the same ice cream that's in fish food, but it's got the marshmallow and devil food cookie. <laughs> chunks, uh-huh. chunks of devil food chunks. cookies. In chunks? Chunks? <laughs> ice cream oh. with chunks? Yes. And uh, anyway, uh, great to hear you again. I'm sure you can't wait till the temperatures come back down to normal up in Toronto so you can get the hell out of here. Amen. And uh, wish you all the best. And I, I don't know what we'll do without you when when you're you know done doing this here. In a couple of weeks, right? Okay. Yeah, have right. a great day. Eh? You too. See you around. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. After the show, we're all going to go over. We're having a big uh, humphy. And we're going over to the Sunrise Mac Arena, and we're going to like redo the ice over there by ourselves because we're sick and tired of waiting for the organization to get the, that thing right over there. The I'll, organization. I'll test it out for you. You'll do what? I'll test it. Test what? The ice. I'll go skate on it. We're going to bury Moe's uh, 
piece in there? Hey, let's bury Moe's piece at center ice. He's got a spare. So is the humper I noticed lately. Spare hair. A huge spare. Don't be picking on Hank while he's in San Diego. That's why that guy called before. He's picking on a Hank who's 3,000 miles away when he's out of town. He'll be calling Hank next week. Oh, bye, Hank. You sure did a good job covering the ice. You're a bunch of suckholes, a lot of you guys out there. You know, just a bunch of suckholes. Oh, Mr. Mandich, it's such an honor to speak to you. Uh... <sighs> just like I was asking John before the game last night. You know, before the hockey game, when the teams come out to practice, they come out of the tunnels there. And before the game, a lot of people, now I can understand little kids, kids getting autographs or they want to see their heroes, but like adults standing down there by the tunnels waiting to see the players as they come out so they can seem like real close. Now, when Marty Havlat came out for Ottawa, I did reach over and kind of like pat him on the back. But other than that, I just, I don't understand what that's all about. Do you? Do you understand that hero worship, that obsessive, that sick, that twisted, what is that? You know, that jock sniffing, sucking, licking, what is that all about? It starts with low self-esteem. Is that what it is? Anyway, Marty said, go away. 28 past noon at 560 WQM. Another uh, day's gone by. You're still underpaid and stuck in a crappy job? George said, you bet. How's the new contract coming, by the way? If you're looking for a high-paying career, pick up the phone and call Fast Train tool-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. If you enroll right now, you can be certified on the way to a new high-paying job by April. Get out of your dead-end rut, damn it. If you can commit three nights a week, Fastering can have you certified as a computer professional by April. I guarantee you know a lot more than little, uh, what's his name? Pick up the phone and call Fast Train toll-free, Carlos, at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They offer job placement, easy financing, day, night, and weekend classes, too. They've got four convenient locations. There's one in Miami, one in Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale. It's just one simple call. That's all it takes to get you on the way to a new exciting career. So if you're sick and tired of being paid like nickels and dimes, call Fast Train right this moment, and pretty soon you can be a big shot like Jeff Cohen. Call Fast Train 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, God, Neil. I went to the sausage party. I was invited by the priest. He said, come with me. I have some friends to see back in the directory. When we got to the sausage party, there were some other priests in the buff. All right. Then he dropped his pants and said, be a good lad. Your face I want to stuff. And I realize now I didn't do very well. You see, cause the priest couldn't get all, so he had to please himself. Then the priest at the sausage party Said, have faith, son, try it again As he took my hand And he said, let me help you Try to understand He said, there's something I must remind you before you give it another chance The holy men who wrote the Bible Weren't wearing any pants Now I'm alright now I can do that very well It's good that I can please anyone And I won't go to hell Well, who wants all those years of unmatched... Prosperity, you know, all those record surpluses. We don't want those. I'm sorry, Jeff. Jeff Cohen's in here with lots of a free snapple. Thank you. 
That's right. We don't want the prosperity, do we? No. We want to have record deficits is what we want. We want to have more big tax cuts for the rich and the big corporations. But nevertheless, don't get me started with that stuff because, like I said, we're going to make no impact, no difference. Don't confuse the American public with the facts. That guy that was insisting that uh, Bush won the, the popular vote. I mean, what is he talking about? What you in... liberal Democrats oh, made right. all but that up. He wasn't up. a Yahoo. He was just a moron. No, but I mean... There's a difference. Sometimes crossover. Anyway, to t- tell you about brilliant people, we get some great information from the audience. Steve faxes and says, Hey, Neil, Channel 7 just announced the state agencies read as Jeb Bush raided the office of Miriam Oliphant yesterday. During the raid, they found a box containing a thousand uncounted absentee ballots. Well... What's a big, uh, it was a hundred ballots, and he says a thousand. It's only a nine hundred uh, ballot difference. It's still unacceptable. It's still, and of course, it's only maybe the tip of the iceberg. We have probably ballots laying around all over the place. Remember the election where they had, like, boxes of ballots? It was the presidential election, I do think. Where they had, like, boxes of ballots that, thanks, Jeff, people took home uh, overnight. Remember that? Right. To the condo. And they used them as uh, playing Condors. cards. Yeah, they were playing uh, gin rummy. And they use them as mahjong tiles. Mm, so Steve has got a little bit of a problem there with his numbers, but that don't confuse the American public with the facts. They're very well informed. What the hell am I going to do to change things? Nothing. Just continue having a wonderful time going right to the bank. Five six seven oh five sixty. Many many open lines here today. The audience is just as mum, man. There is a tight lipped, brutal, uh, brutal. Here's a call from Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Sally Smith, Larry Bessler. I fucked them up. Here's our last call of the day, and it's uh, from Boca, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Boca, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, the debate about the stem cell research, we'll just take all the right-wing wackos, and whatever we, whatever medical advances or miracles we find from the stem cell research, we will bar them from ever Okay, having... great. Brilliant, sir. Great idea. <laughs> great idea. How's that poll coming? I'm glad you asked. Who do you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? We got 448 votes. General Wesley Clark's got two, so that guy that called, he's got one, and then uh, his uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or wife or little kid. Chris Dodd, three. Gary Hart, 11. Dick Hebhart. Dick's got 11. Jewel Lieberman, 11. Howard Dean's got 14. Alan Burke, the original Dean's got a couple. Al Sharpton, 23. John Edwards, 27. John Kerry, 58. I don't care. I'll vote for Bush regardless, say 75, 16.7%. Bob Graham, 101. And don't care. They all suck, 112. That's the results of our extraordinarily important and scientific poll. Right up to date. Pembroke Pines, hello. Hey, Neil, I'll tell you what really pisses me off. And what's that? The shills on CNBC telling people to buy stock and everything else in there. Mm -hmm. They need to really start getting uh, into these guys and start arresting Mark Haynes, David Faber. By Mm -hmm. the way, do you think he's gay? No. You don't think Why, do, you want, do, you want, do you want a date? I'd like to have him. You know that. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T Verizon wireless line. What are you looking at your watch for? You're looking like George Herbert Walker Bush during that debate. It's not a good idea to look at your wristwatch in public. <laughs> Although Jeff Cohen's in here, he said he likes to watch. 22 till 1, Akeem. We got the Mad Dog on 1. Don't forget the Beast is coming up with some heavy duty uh, sports uh, headlines at 1 o'clock, top of the hour. Be interesting to see how that goes. 
Here's a great place, man, it'll really set you free. The Lights of West Boca. Millions and millions of people are fat. Boy, we're fighting the battle of the bulge while Jeff is in there sucking down those chicken wings. It makes me nauseous just watching him. You know that he spit, he spewed like chicken bits all over me. Well, what is that? What's that he's eating now? What Sorb is that? Sorbitol cookie. Oh, no. Oh, it's a good thing I'm getting out of here real quick. Boy, can you smell it already? Not just yet. It seeped right under the door from that sorbitol cookie that he's munching on. <clears throat> God, just disgusting watching these people filling their face while I'm trying to talk about people losing weight. Anyway, Delights is your headquarters for all the low-carb products that you're looking for to keep you on a straight and narrow path. If you're on Atkins, any, look at that. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it, Jeff. Have a great day. <laughs> that was beautiful. He just spit that baby right out, and I don't blame him. Anyway, there's good reasons for thousands of people to be shopping there, and you ought to be doing the same, because you'll find over 600 delicious low-carb food products in this one great store. This week, try the new Enchantment Low-Carb Cookies in six delicious flavors with only one to two carbs per cookie. You'll be in snack heaven at Delights. So whether you're looking for the Carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta and sauces, all of these things, Delights of West Boca is a place you can shop and get all those low-carb goodies in one great store. And you can sample, try anything in the store before you buy it. The staff knows their stuff inside and out. They're open seven days a week to 10 to 10, and at Delights you'll find the most complete line of Atkins brand products anywhere that are always 25% off today, tomorrow, next, sookas, every day. And, of course, Atkins is becoming more and more popular, so if you want to find a store that will get you all the products that you're looking for and give you that variety that you need, head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store around, D-Lights of West Boca on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next door to Boston Market. You can call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, or on the web, you'll reach them at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's the one and only D-Lights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins retail center. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. And stick it. I can remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I wanna do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holes and suits that only care about the bottom line, not you. They are omnipotent, their power has no end. Because the CEO is daddy Bush's friend. And so and so I spent for you. WQM, wait till you hear this. Monday, or what is it? Thursday, next week. Mark it on your calendar, a week from today. Mark uh, January 30th on your calendars. That's the date the Senate, the Senate Commerce Committee. Well, first of all, you, the Senator Commerce Committee. See what I'm, I'm dealing with here? Bunch of illiterates on the web. That's the date the Senate Commerce Committee has scheduled for a hearing on consolidation in the radio industry. While the hearing hasn't been officially announced yet, the Wall Street Journal says that Clear Channel President slash COO Mark Mays, no relation to Willie, 
is among those who have already agreed to testify. You know Mark Mays? He's an asshole. Several senators have voiced concerns recently over consolidation. Senator Byron Dorgan, a Democrat of North Dakota, has complained that Clear Channel owns all the radio stations in mine at North Dakota, while Senator Russ Feinkold of Wisconsin last year introduced legislation designed to require the FCNC to hold quasi-judicial review of acquisitions and mergers by radio companies that reach more than 60% of the USA radio audience. Additionally, Republican Senators Kay Bailey Hutchinson of Texas and Olympia Snow of Maine expressed concerns about consolidation at last week's hearings. Now, wait till you hear this. This is going to make you just take a big dump right in that seat. Hey, Miguel, you better stay, stand back because he may just unload. We are looking forward to testifying. We have a great story to tell. Clear Channel lobbyist Andrew Levin told the journal. Levin noted that the health of the radio industry has improved tremendously as a result of deregulation he, he, this quote, I can't say I'm getting another, I can't even say it. Spit it out. <laughs> he noted that the health of the radio industry has improved tremendously as a result of the deregulation. The American public is happier with radio than it ever has been, he said. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just ask them. In fact, I think what he didn't add yet, probably they'll tell at the hearings, is that they just let Clear Channel own every station in America. They'll be so happy, they'll be just crapping all over each other. They'll be so happy they'll be just uh, just bundles of joy. He also said that the focus has been brought to make hearing one of several examining media ownership consolidation. How do you like them apples, huh? The company that's as much as anybody helped to destroy radio that people used to love, eliminate competition, eliminate uh, the talent, eliminate personality radio, make it cookie-cutter crap in market after market after market so that your radio dial is basically a swill of sameness. As even conservative Bill Sapphire pointed out in that article that we had on our website on Monday. This is what you get. Deregulate. Let, just, let's just have a bunch of monopolies so that maybe three companies can own every company in, the, in America. Three corporations. In the world. Not just America. Yeah. Let's start with the oil companies, what do you say? As soon as we get that hose hooked up in Baghdad. What do you mean, let's start? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five six. You better quit picking on the president. That guy's going to get upset. That called before. Best thing that's come along since he's since uh, he heard the electric light bulb. Right. Since the Depression. Here's Miami. Hello. Can you explain why you weren't against the war in Bosnia, but you're against this war? I beg your pardon? You weren't against the war in Bosnia, but you're against this war. I, how do you know I wasn't against the war in Bosnia? You never expressed the outrage. How do you know, how do you know that? Death camps, innocent people being how do you know that? and massacred. I listened. Yeah. You listened? Well, good for you. What's, what's, the, what's the comparison? Death camps. Yeah. Ethnic cleansing. No, no, people what, being what's, the, what's the comparison? There isn't. I'm all that's what I'm to saying. explain it to that guy. That, that's why I wouldn't dignify it with a response. See, that, that that's a negative. He's trying to, like, uh, two negatives. doesn't make any sense to me, sir. There's absolutely no justification for any war in Iraq right now. None. Zero. And more and more people are understanding that every day. Back in January, a year ago now, when Karl Rove said, we're going to play the war card, that's all you need to know. They're exploiting the greatest tragedy on American soil in history. The greatest. More lives lost than Pearl Harbor than any other tragedy in American history. And they're exploiting it for political gain and financial purpose. That's what it's all about. Nothing complicated about it. O-I-L-M-O-N-E-Y. Just keep spelling that out to yourself over and over again. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, listen, uh, I voted for Bush, but uh, I think there's a few things that changed since then that... Um, Changed my mind, and I think a lot of other people's mind. First thing is uh, this war in Iraq or whatever, and I think another thing that where uh, Gore was 
gain a lot of votes is, uh, remember when he saved those kids in Pennsylvania there? When he saved my skin? No, I think I heard on your radio show that Al Gore Yeah, he said he said the coal miners and gave them all a, uh, yeah. Mike's hard lemonade. Hard lemonade, yeah. He made it yeah. hard. Get out of here, you idiot. Go back on a banana boat. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. So what do you think about the sophistication level of South Florida, George? Here's Miami. Hello. Hi. Yes, Hello. sir. Yes. I was at the doctor with my daughter this morning. I read Time magazine. You know that Sergeant. Well, that's Preston. good. Sergeant Preston died. Brother Yukon. Yeah. Uh, I just thought being a Canadian this would be a sad day for you. I'm a Canadian. I guess not. Bye, Neil. <laughs> Man, are these good, huh? We want the calls, Neil, goddammit. Like P.D. Lenny said, thank God you're back to taking calls. The radio programming expert, who, by the way, used to work for Chief Channel. The old leather puss, P.D. Lenny. Who brought in that food that gave us just maddening indigestion today. Both George and I are going to be on the way to intensive care at the nearest hospital at like 30 seconds past 1. Or at least 2 minutes past 1 after we hear the beast fumbling his way through the 1 o'clock sports update. That's the rumor that I'm hearing. 10 to 1 at QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. That's hard. Hi, I'm Ed Buford of Buford and Liquor and Guns. We have the largest selection of booze and firearms in the state and will personally assist you in choosing the correct alcoholic beverage and weapons for your next outing. Going squirrel hunting? Then you'll love our low prices on schnapps and hand grenades. Living in the city? Check out our deal on handguns at California Wine. Maybe you aren't interested in hunting or self-defense. Maybe you just like to get drunk and shoot at mailboxes. Well, we've got gallon jugs of wild turkey and 44 magnum shells on sale this week only. We're open 24 hours, we never check IDs, and we're NRA approved. So come on down to Buford and Liquor and Guns, where everything leaves loaded. 1255 at 560 WQM. Thanks, Lynn, for uh, alerting me to this article I just uh, printed out from the Washington Post. Dutch homosexual fights to ban gay shooting game. A Dutch gay activist is fighting to outlaw the import of a U.S. computer game in which the player can shoot homosexuals, junkies, dogs, and cats. Hank Kroll, editor of the leading Dutch gay newspapers, asked prosecutors to start court proceedings and is lobbying parliamentarians to outlaw the game called Postal 2. It's disgusting. In the Netherlands, we have anti-discrimination laws to protect people from discrimination based on sexual preference, and that makes it easier to do something cruel toward Reuters today. Postal 2, produced by Arizona-based Running With Scissors, is due to become available in the Netherlands in late March. Vince Desi, who runs Running With Scissors, said the game did not discriminate against homosexuals. It's definitely not anti-gay. You know what? It's a game. Get over it, he told Reuters by telephone from Tucson. Desi said the player can shoot gay people, but doesn't have to do so, and doesn't win any points for shooting anybody. In the game, the player plays the role of a character called the Postal Dude. He lives in a town where there are all kinds of people. White, black, skinny, fat, straight, and gay. You can play the game in a passive role without killing anyone, Desi said. We're not politically at it. In other words, we don't discriminate. We like to shoot anybody we feel like it. Postal 2 is a new version of the uh, firm's earlier game, Postal. That game has been banned in Australia. But Kroll said it was widely sold in Dutch toy stores. The target of that game was to eliminate hostile elements and unarmed civilians in city streets, parks, and suburbs using a variety of weapons. The player could exit the game by committing suicide. Kroll says he's not certain the authorities will be able to prevent Dutch residents from buying the game from the company's website, but hopes his campaign will prevent it from being sold in toy stores, making buyers aware of the game's content. 
A lot of these games are being bought by parents and grandparents, and one of our goals is to get people to understand what they're buying, Kroll said. Desi said he didn't believe a ban on selling the game in the Netherlands would apply to Internet sales. I don't think anything would prevent people from buying it on the net, he said. There you go. Don't forget, get your refund. What's that number again? Ask Miguel what that. Here it is. 305. www.musiccdsettlement.com. Or call for a form to fill out when you've got plenty of time left to do it to get your five up to 20 bucks if you bought any CD between 1995 or 2000, and even if you stole one, or even if you're just making it up. 1-877-347-4782. This does not include people who downloaded music from Winmix or uh, Napster. Rest in or peace. Kazaa. 1-877-347-4782. You fill out the form, you lie, I mean, you tell them that you bought some crap, and you get either 5 or 20 bucks. I, still, that last part in there about how if uh, more people say, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we should discourage people from doing it. Yeah, we should have just not talked about like it. Like I said, no no more, please. I think they, I think the uh, quote has run up. How'd that poll come out today, Neil? Well, we asked, who do you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? I'm surprised that guy, when you start talking about the ethnic cleansing, didn't talk about how Sodom gassed his own people. Of course, that was with our gas. Right. And that was back when he was helping us fight the Ayatollah and those wicked Iranians. And we said, well, it's not too nice, but don't do it again. And that's, we don't care, is what we said. Just like the uh, Taliban that we were helping cooperating with to build that gas pipeline over there in Afghanistan. They were our good buddies. They were our partners, nice as Simon Roth would say. And then all of a sudden, when they turned on us and decided to side with Osama Yamama, then all of a sudden we started saying, look at the way they're treating the women with those burkas and the men who can't even listen to the music. They can't even listen to goddamn, uh, uh, what you call it? Can't get a shave. Shania Twain. Can't get a shave, a haircut. Two bits. And all of a sudden they became the evildoers. One minute they're our buddies, and then they're the evildoers. Whatever's expedient for whoever's in there at the moment. It's not just Bush. It's not just Clinton. It's the freaking government. It's the world. It's corruption, baby. But if you want to delude yourself into this... And, and I heard a great line this morning. It was on Fox News, no less, which somebody had left on his set, by the way. They better never do it again when I walked in here. And one of the bitches on there was going on. Well, you know, he had it right. The president's... You're either with us or you're against us. She was going on excoriating the French and the Germans, our good, close, personal friends, not. And they're either you're either with us or against us. The world is black and white. The good guys over here and the evil doers over there. Who would you prefer to be the Democratic presidential candidate in 2004? We asked on NeilRogers.com today. We got 8 billion votes, 493. Don't care, they all suck 120. Bob Graham, 116. Don't care, I'll vote for Bush regardless, 81, 16.4%. John Kerry, 65. Dan Edwards, 27. Al Sharpton, 23. Howard Dean, 18. Jimmy Dean's got a couple. Dick Ebhart, 13. Jewel Lieberman's got 12. Gary Hart, 11. General Wesley Clark's got three. And Chris Dodd, you know him, don't you? He's got three. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the beast of Fat Jew.